0: year the epic continues this is the brew and view podcast Think about what I was going to say hmm. I in, said it. In, yeah. In, in yeah in yeah in yeah we were
1: I was looking for a uh, uh what was it we were my wife and I were both like we had something happen and we were both looking for something to fall asleep to <laughs> and that's what I should have done nice instead of Sarah McLaughlin channel. <laughs> but it's still not bad. Yeah. You know. I've got the um
0: seeing where OT is. I've got the uh whole Harry Potter series on uh audiobook. Oh, so that'll put you sleep. Put the, put that on with the sleep timer. Um yeah, the guy who narrates it is great and it is it's just kind of like <laughs> you know, I Sorry, diehard Harry Potter fans, but it's just kind of mindless. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's bad, uh, but I...
1: Then Hermione
0: said... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why, <What> Ooh. <Harry? laughs> Wizards. Hmm. I really like it because of all the flying and magic. Um, yeah, so I read the first four, and it's one of those things where it's like, I'll get around to reading the last three. No problem. So I just keep cycling through the first four audio books. And, <laughs> and OT's getting frustrated and I refuse to tell her what's going on. She's like, we listened to this already. What are you talking about? No. I, I was, I was sleep. sleeping. Yeah. But that's why. Is it like I, I do remember <sighs> the, the books pretty well. And uh, you're not... Listening to the whole thing, because chapters are forty five minutes long, I'm gonna sleep like five minutes in. Yeah.
1: Um yeah. No,
0: no spoilers. No spoilers. I'm gonna read it. It's gonna happen. <sighs> yes.
1: Yeah. I bet you Harry wins. Yeah,
0: yeah, and the Cubs will win the World Series. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. It's all happening. Uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh yeah.
0: Say a little way. Sail away. Isn't that right? No, yes, that's different. That's sail off to sleep. I don't know. Yeah. isn't it? I think it is. No, that's something. I'm different. not. I'm not great with my adult contemporary.
1: No. Oh, I heard someone someone refer to Adam Levine and uh, Maroon Five as Mom Rock. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's. I've dude, pumped that's out four kids, but I'm still edgy. <laughs> this Mom girl rock. has taken her turn
1: on me god this all those songs are garbage they are yeah they're
0: their lowest it's lowest common denominator rock it exists for a reason um
1: I love you is, moms though
0: that is for us to shit on yeah milfs for the win
1: <laughs> hey i'm a big fan of milfs i am too
0: and at least one milf yeah at least an um <laughs> just kidding i don't know who that is uh, uh, anyways, yeah, you were listening to the Beer View Podcast. Yeah, um, staying right with our laser focus That's right. on uh, beer and movies. Uh, Lisa Ann is an actress, so there you go. There you and go. Enya has probably appeared on a soundtrack or two. Oh, yeah,
1: for yeah. sure. So we're good. We're good. Yeah. Uh, Enya seems like, yeah, she's very... Maybe very protective of her rights. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, she's kind of... I don't of... Even know how to say it. Enya. N?
0: Yeah, that's that's part of it. Just, how do you say your name? Don't worry oh, about Enya, it. Enya's greatest hits. So just her entire catalog? Mm-hmm. 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 I'll get back to you next week on Enya. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... If you... Haven't have guest. We We uh, Every week Get together uh, Mr. Brad Is you Not every week
2: Every, eh, every Almost
0: every week uh, Yeah With With a degree of frequency mm-hmm. That's right uh, We get uh, together I am Brad And I am Andrew Yes And uh, If you couldn't tell from the witty banter This
1: is a show about beer and movies Yes That's right <coughs> And uh, Yeah uh, spent a lot of the day not talking, so I'm ready too.
0: Mhm, mhm. Awesome.
1: Um, I spent
0: what felt like an eternity, um, but was actually closer to eight hours, doing what felt like talking to a wall, but was actually a person. And uh, so now I'm ready to talk with you, who I enjoy talking to, and yes. I know we'll talk. I just back. look like a
1: wall. A big fat flannel, big, hairy wall. Big hot plaid wall. Yeah. I seriously becoming Al Borland. That's <laughs> that's my thing. It's not a bad thing. The guy, was, yeah. the guy was great.
0: Well, you know, Tim. <laughs> I'm sure there is a YouTube best of Al Borland compilation, and I'm sure that I'm going to watch it
1: <laughs> in about two hours. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to what we're here to get to. Yes. Yeah. I guess is our Borland talk Mm -hmm. and also some beer talk. Yes. I'm Um, having a beer. How about you? I got a great beer this
0: week. All right. That was beer talk. Um, (laughs) Nice. I see you uh, dipped into your bag of tricks and uh, went with a uh, brewery that You were somewhat familiar with? I feel like I've heard you talk about them before.
1: Just a bit. Mm -hmm. And I apologize. I apologize. But not too much because this beer is fucking great. Um, This is uh, called Freaky Peachy. Or, yeah, Mm. Freaky Peach. Um, It is a uh, sour ale. And you grab the bottle. Oh. Uh, Fermented with peaches and apricots aged in bourbon barrels. Um, It's Pennsylvania sour ale. Mm. And, you know, I've talked before how I'm not like, hey, they got a sour. Yes. Do it. Uh, Not really my my thing, but uh, this was given to me by one of my newer friends. Um, I met him. During football season this year, I was an uh, assistant coach with him. He was the coach of my son's football team, and I was maybe the offensive coordinator type-ish guy yeah. on the team. But for flag football, I w- shouldn't really say that because yeah. that sounds really bad. Um, <laughs> but anyway, <Jim. laughs> he came over and podcasting with uh, Spend Void this week. Oh, nice. And we've been <clears throat> hanging out a little bit. So he's, he... so
0: he's a Mavs fan, I assume, then? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Since you guys, that's
1: that's that's how he heard about us.
0: Since you guys never stop singing our praises, that's and, right. And us, you, you know, it's <laughs> yeah.
1: it's a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Um. But uh, so he brought over some beers for the talk, and we didn't get to this one because we did <laughs> have we had a he brought a uh another one I'll maybe talk about next week. Mike, I want uh, but, you to
0: come on by. We're going to have
1: the talk. Bring yes. some beer. Uh, but he brought this over, um, and it's it's a really good beer. Really good. Um, you know, I, I've said before, like, I can have Ace Hour. Mm-hmm. This is one that I could probably drink three or four of. Um, it, it has hints of um, the bourbon in it, but it also oh, nice. very... It's not sweet, but uh, it's got all the fruit taste to it, and um, but it's not like suck all the moisture out of your mouth, that, pucker yeah, your face tartness. up sour. Yeah. Um, so really good. Um, all kinds of. Uh, uh, what it starts and finishes. So Yeah. The, the front on the front end it's it's really good the back end it's really good and, and there's it's different from front to back so um yeah, I would recommend this highly um there's look none of our friends have checked in, but it's eh, sitting about three three nine eight so that's pretty good. I gave it a four or five nice um, charred caramel and grilled stoned fruit. Uh, flavor, uh, bright peaches, spun sugar, and whiskey sour. That's what it is. There's a little bit of whiskey sour in this, hmm. and I'm a big fan of whiskey sours, which I don't usually drink anymore. Um, uh, but that's where I, that's why I really like this. I think because it has that that taste of a whiskey sour. So, yep. Uh, if you get a chance to check out the freaky peach by Trokes. Nice. That sounds very good. I...
0: Uh, yeah, I feel like Sours reached a... Uh, I don't know. Maybe fever pitch is the right word. Probably
1: not. That. Oh, for sure. Um, Last summer or the summer before?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it just became... It kinda um, became the new West Coast IPA in the sense that um for a while people were just seeing like instead are they easy to make no they're okay i I don't think they're any necessarily harder but the the strain of yeast that you use is super aggressive and it could end up like uh nola for example down here has a dedicated souring line because i think that uh, they only make sour beers in these certain tanks Um, Because the strain of yeast you use is super aggressive, so you either need, like, it could compromise future beers. Okay. Like, it's that type of, like, you try and sanitize it, but there's no, um, there's a very small margin for error when you're cleaning out a batch of sour, I guess. Mm. Um, So... I don't necessarily think they're easy to make. Um, You can make a kettle sour, which is basically... um, Almost like a sour mash, right? Some I think, yeah, instead of using a bright tank, you like... I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass at this point. But, yeah, kind of like that as opposed to actually um, using a bright tank or a fermenting vessel. You just kind of do it, not really in the sink, but, you know. Yeah. Something that's not in something that's bathtub. not going to be yes exactly not the sink, the bathtub. Um, and I think they turn out really good if you have one of those shower bathtub combo deals. Like, get a little, <laughs> get a little extra in there. Yeah, but it has yeah, this has to be
1: the combo, not just the shower, because mm-hmm. very. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you do, you don't get a lot out of that like mm-hmm. inch of. Then you uh, it. space. you get, yeah, but you got to be careful because you could get really get the bad yeast. Yeah. yeah. Ooh yeah. <laughs> oh God! God, <laughs> terrible. But Sorry yeah. about that, everybody. I
0: I don't necessarily think that it's easy to make, but um, well, it just
1: seemed like because it popped up and everybody seemed like it was they were doing it. Yeah, like, that to me would be something that you know it seems like it would be easy to make and oh, you could yeah. do a lot of stuff with it. Yeah,
0: and honestly, it might be, but I just I don't know if that's if that's the reason or the demand skyrocketed. Um, But I do feel like it's kind of like the West Coast IPA where at a certain point people stopped thinking about, like, I'm going to make a good beer. They decided, how many hops can I fist fuck into this beer? Yeah. And the sours became, like, instead of how do I make a good sour, it became how sour can I make this? Right. Where it's, like, it's less about flavor and more about, I don't know, novelty, shock value. Shock value is pretty strong. Well, probably it's
1: also something different, too. It's like, yeah, um, sure. When you get to a point where you know you're making all like you said, putting all the hops into your i p a s and making stouts and stuff like that, oh, we can also make oh, sours, this is something else that we can make, and you know, and then people are like quote unquote connoisseurs are like, "Oh, we'll try this, and, you know what kind of sour do you have right, all your favorite people,
2: mhm,
0: kind of sours do you have none, so that's a hard no, that's right <laughs>
1: that's, <laughs> I can make it harder,
0: yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think there's something to be said for for a yeah. good sour, but I don't think sours are inherently
1: good. Well, like, why would she even why would she say that? That's a hard no. Was she being playful or Um, I think she was being a little pissy. Yeah.
0: Like the, no. the whole context of the conversation. This is this is something that I was telling on Mavs. Last yeah. Sorry. Week. Yeah. No, no, no. It's OK. I, I'm happy to bring it up.
1: This is an interactive <laughs> podcast. We, inter- you know, we have to. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. I don't know if you heard, but we do other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So this girl, because I've gotten into the habit of being direct, and I think that that's being misconstrued as being rude sometimes. Um. But I found when you give a light answer, people ask things like, "Are you serious?" or Hmm. okay well well, really what do you have so i've just gotten to be direct because i want to let them know no no we don't no i'm not playing around i'd be happy to get you something else and i am there to help but i don't say anything that could lead to further questions that will ultimately result in you not getting a sour anyways but yeah (laughs) I i appreciate that yeah um so I think this girl was just pissy. She wasn't happy that she was there and we don't, we're not allowed to serve liquor um, because uh, we distribute our beers and by Louisiana law, I'm sorry if I'm repeating this, uh, but by Louisiana law, we can only serve our product. If we were to brew beer and distill spirits, we could sell our spirits. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, that's not uh, what we do. Uh, So I think first thing she asked for was a cocktail and gets a hard no on that. Of course. Hmm. because that's the one that that people are like okay seriously give me a vodka soda like no hmm. i don't have soda water and i don't have vodka okay well give me your
1: ipa no either get the fuck out <laughs> give me a milk chocolate <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right well then give me a flight give me a pepsi free <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, good grief! What are you drinking? Uh
0: <laughs> well done. I'm um, having. Uh, I'm. I'm much like your Trogs kick. I'm in the. I'm in a bit of a meow streak. Yeah. Uh, I am drinking. Good grief! An imperial porter made with peanut butter
1: and chocolate. All right. I'm interested to hear what you say because you give a good grade. Yes. And uh, that's. It's a. It's a fine line. Mm-hmm. We try to do the, the sweet stouts or, you know, or the porters, I guess. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, let me know.
0: All right. Tell me. I am a fan. I haven't had an actual, I think it's been a while since I actually had a porter. Um, it's been heavier beers. It's been pretty much all stouts lately for me. Uh, so it's nice. Nice malty backbone. Um but yeah, it's not really sweet, so I think more than chocolate, it's like probably cocoa nibs. Cocoa dips. I don't know what that is. It's just like a from instead of like processed chocolate. It's just like almost um, like a bean, almost. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So pretty raw. Not really like super chocolatey. It's got that. Yeah. Cocoa it's Not milk. It's it. dark. Yes. Yeah. Got a nice cocoa flavor to it and a little. Um, it's not as it warms up it kinda has been showing up more, but it's not super peanut buttery. So it's not okay. it's not just chalk full of flavors. It's nice, well made, pretty well balanced for being a chocolate peanut butter porter. Um not uh not too heavy in either direction and um it is what it says it is mm-hmm. and uh it doesn't overdo it. So I like it. I, yeah. uh,
1: very dark, it looks like, but not like, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it doesn't look like it's a thick, it's like a light no, it's not, dark. Yeah. Like it, yeah, it's got a nice uh, light
0: body Um, for like something that is, yeah, it's dark, but it doesn't like sit on your tongue, it's it's um, burnt but not charred. Yeah, yeah, it's not, uh, it's very palatable. Um you could switch over to something lighter after this and it wouldn't be a shock to your taste buds. Okay. Um yeah, so Very it's good. nice. I do like your picture. Yeah. Except for the organic It's not my it's not my peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> do you like organic peanut butter? Hashtag never not it. my peanut butter. Um yeah, I try to buy peanut butter. I look at the ingredients and um if it's just peanuts and salt, I'll buy it. Um mm. there's normal, quote unquote normal brands like Jif that make or like I think Skippy Natural is one of my go-to ones. Um but with OT working at Whole Foods, yeah. Um you know, she sometimes when we need groceries, she's not going to go
1: to another place if she's already at work. Right.
0: So. right. so yeah, sometimes we end up with stuff like
1: that.
2: Hmm. Is
1: there anything else like that that um you would uh wouldn't normally eat that you You know what I mean like um, uh, I'm trying to think like like organic crackers or um
0: yeah, uh sh- blue diamond I think is an the, the almond company. Yeah, they yeah. make. <laughs> I am I'm probably wrong, but for some reason I think they're called nut crunchers. Um, they make they make these like cra- already not
1: a fan. Yeah, they make these it crackers. Sounds like Paul Busters.
0: Yeah, they make these crackers out of like almonds, <laughs> and uh, they they um they don't taste like Ritz crackers, but I, I think that's the idea. Yeah, and um, Molly brought home some like ch- cheddar ones one time, and I was like, "These are good." And then proceeded to just crush the box, uh, <laughs> which is which is why I don't like to buy snacks all that much. Yeah, <laughs> it's because I'm like, you know what? Fuck meals. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, there's a reason they come in a sleeve. they were for one sitting. Yeah. You need two in a day, just like a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Um,
0: yeah. There's there's uh, stuff like that sometimes here and there.
2: All
1: right. um, I'm gonna try the. I know, like I'm way. You know, I'm sure everyone listening to the podcast has had organic peanut butter. <laughs> I used to be a big peanut butter guy, and I've gotten off the peanut butter kick.
0: Do you need you, to get back uh, on? Yeah, if
1: you hop back on that
0: train, I'm pretty sure it's Skippy natural, or it might be Jif natural, but it's one of those, the only ingredients are peanuts and salt, and it's awesome. Like, it's not one of those things where, like, Diet Pepsi or, like, low-fat stuff where you're like, um, I know that this is not the normal. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's like, that's what you want anyways, right? Peanuts and salt, so. Yeah. Stirring, it's a bit of a bitch, because it separates. The oil. Oh, so you have to like kind
1: of stir it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's not like ready to spread out of the uh, if it's been sitting for a little bit. But gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's good yeah. stuff. It's good stuff. It's good stuff.
1: Welcome to Foodcast.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is. Uh, I know I um, have reviewed one of uh, gnarly barley's beers before. Mm-hmm. Um, the corova peanut butter porter. Um, this is much more subtle than that. And the peanut butter okay. uh Corova um by gnarly barley is also fantastic. Um But I like uh I like when you can just play with the flavors a little bit and it doesn't have to be um You don't have
1: to it's not like a sweet baby Jesus where right. you're know, just Yes,
0: yeah. It's not it's not smacking you in the tongue. Yeah. It's just it's there as a compliment of a good beer, of a well made beer. Very good. So yeah, I am a fan of this. Um I've been really liking the stuff they've been doing lately. Meow, that is.
1: Meow. Meow. <sighs> cool. Yes. Well, um uh yeah. So I guess well, we're we're moving right along. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh let's yeah, we we'll save some more beer talk for maybe next week. Sure. How about that? That yeah. sounds good to me. Cuz be- we we crushed beer talk last week. Let's get into some flicks. Yes. S- some movies.
0: I watched a flick <clears throat> on the net.
1: mm Mhm.
0: It's called Valley Uprising. Mhm. And uh <laughs> I was going to say it's streaming on Netflix, which I just did. Um mm. But as I alluded to earlier, um, Valley Uprising. I am sorry. I just want to get the info down here. Uh, Valley Uprising is from 2014. It is a documentary uh, that takes place in the shady campgrounds of Yosemite Valley. Not um, literally shady. Not... uh, (laughs) Mm. Actually, like figuratively shady, too. Kind of shady. And yeah. Literal um, and figuratively. Figure, f- much more literally than it is figuratively. Um, but climbers carved out a counterculture lifestyle of dumpster diving and wild parties that clashed with the conservative values of the national park. Uh, it's the story of half a century of struggle against the laws of gravity and mm-hmm. the laws of the land. Man gravity, man. gravity is actually a theory. No, hmm. oh, it's no doesn't mm. uh, doesn't exist. Um, no, things, ju- things just fall down.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's that's the way things happen. Yeah, that's unless
1: how... <laughs> you spin them around in a circle, then they don't fall.
0: Well, then you'd see the curve.
1: Uh. <laughs> so
0: stupid. It is hate those people. It is dumb as fuck. Um, so it was written and directed um by Peter Mortimer and Nick Rosen. Um on more of a tangential observation, what writers i guess i don't know I feel like documentary should be like outliner or narration right. writer uh bullet pointer yes, yeah, but that's not yes. what, we're, what we're talking about here. We're talking about the
1: um peter Skarsgård did the uh yeah narration did i i thought he did a really good job. Yeah. Like uh he was really good for this narration. And there's way too many scar scarves out there cuz I don't know who's who. Uh
0: yeah, I yeah, there's just... they're out of control. <laughs> Tough to say who's who. Um but yeah, this is uh the story of if you let them tell it. Um just super awesome like real amazing dudes hmm.
1: they
0: they do some amazing stuff but fuck do they think highly of themselves
1: yeah they do they,
0: they do they yeah, uh, they. Uh, yeah. okay dude, i get dude, you I get no totally going. totally a feat of athleticism for sure but within the opening five minutes, I was like, I wish Matt was here so I could make fun of this with someone. Oh, uh, no way. Stop yeah. it. No, because because they do, and it's, this is me um, injecting my like everyday experiences, um, but people who do uh, things that are like off the beaten path in the sense of not football, baseball, or basketball... They right. they have, I feel like they have a combination of an inferiority complex and a chip on their shoulder. And immediately what I thought of was a friend of mine who was an NCAA swimmer. Um, she swam for uh, the University of Minnesota. Um, phenomenal athlete, for sure. Um, but she made a comment once. <laughs> she, she was like, swimming is you can't fake swimming. It's like I'd love to see you fake a 270 batting average. Yeah. You can't fake <laughs> <laughs> This is yeah, like it's just it's because you know that swimming is not popular outside of the Olympics and you, you know, want to feel like you're can't you're doing fake the t- swimming.
1: Yeah, so that's that's Well, you kind of can. You can you can fake swimming, paddle. yeah,
0: the same way that you could fake any other sport when you're like eight years old, <laughs>
1: or if you're cheating and you have like those, uh, those, those zip uh, swimming outfits that people got in trouble for a couple of years. Ago, that's fake in swimming, yeah. So yeah. you can,
0: yeah, Peds. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just it's a combination of like my sports tougher than your sport and an inferiority complex. And that's, that was what I got in the opening five minutes of this. Like there's, they, they think really highly of themselves. Um, Um, but there's some pretty, no, I, I I honestly don't know uh, Yeah, how you you could go. Yeah.
1: No, no, no. I, I didn't mean to. Yeah. No, no, no
0: so so like i said i'm in, I'm injecting conversations I've had before into some of the things these guys are saying about like mm. you can't you can't fake rock climbing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> again, I'd love to see you fake a two seventy batting average <laughs> yeah uh yeah but i um I get it. there's there's some really cool shots um and I I don't know. Like, it's interesting, but it's not that interesting to me. Okay. Um, like I could have done without an hour of this. Um, so it it, it just didn't like have its hooks in well, me. It was only an hour and forty three minutes. Yes, yeah. It's definitely um TV movie length would be nice or like a, you know, like a nice 30 for 30. Um, cause it's, it is interesting, but it just did not like grasp me the way that it did three grasped 3000 other people on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you what at the, <laughs> I, was, I was most interested in the end. Um, when they started base jumping, I was like, "Oh hell yeah, yeah! I want to do that." <laughs> um, uh yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just, um, I, don't I know, they, I, I just, uh, the, you know, you, you, they had great access mm-hmm. to these people. Um, uh, but what is it like the the Dave Chappelle joke about John uh, John Q? <laughs> when John Q made a movie about himself, hmm. it's like, of course he's legendary. So, like, I, I don't know. I just, I just felt like these guys had <laughs> had a bit of a bit of hubris. Um, but it is cool. Um, it definitely. I do want to. I've never been to Yosemite. Um, after looking, uh, after watching it, uh, I was like, I definitely would like to go there for sure. Um, there's some really cool shit uh, as far as like it's just interesting. Um, what is it, uh, El Capitan? Um yeah. How it kind of morphed from like oh, it, it took a month to climb it, and then a week, and then now someone's doing it in like hours. Hours, yeah.
1: Fucking crazy. Yeah. Like very cool for sure. Um, but well, that that and that's what I love the most about it. It's just because. This is something I'll never. I. I mean, maybe one at one point in my life I would have been able to maybe do a, a fraction of what these guys can do. Yeah. And now, and now I. There's no way I could even. You know, I climb out of my bed and I'm happy. Dude, people's um, fucking grip strength is insane. The, the what they're doing and like and the reason I watch this is because Free Solo is up for best documentary in uh at the Oscars this year. And it's based on the last guy that we see, the guy that is doing a lot of these free solo stuff. <clears throat> the guy that lives in his van and yeah, just he lives just outside Yosemite and goes in. Um and what I mean, that's what I liked about it. It's just like people that do stuff that I and like I'm committed to mm. certain things, but I'm not that committed. And these mm-hmm. people are committed to a thing, and what yeah. and, uh, to the detriment of family, uh, their livelihoods, their mm-hmm. lives. Sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. like they are committed to a thing, and I'm committed, you know, to you know probably my wife and my son that much. But other than that, I would have it's liked
0: like, it if you threw podcasting in there. But okay. <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> well, my, my wife probably would. She's like You're she really like, committed to this. She,
1: yeah.
0: She's like, uh, your two favorite things are podcasting. Yes. Like, that's one thing <laughs> you heard me. Yes. Um,
1: and also I I did enjoy because it could have been a very dull uh documentary, mm-hmm. but but the way they tied it into the generations and the way it came up because you mm-hmm. had the '50s, you know, the straight edge. Tight haircuts, you know, going up, doing it technical, yeah. very, and then they had the hippie generation come come along and just kind of free, free love, and mm-hmm. all the stuff, and and then they got into the competition, like uh, like the the eighties, like the yuppie, mm-hmm. you know, all about money, where they're doing it for on TV and stuff like that, and then you get into this the latest generation where they're doing it just for the love or doing it or maybe extreme, right? The X yeah. games or, you know, they're yeah. doing it to the point where, you know, how can we do it even with less, the- Yeah, you know, less ropes. And uh, I just find that fascinating, whether it's people, you know, pushing the limits and putting their lives on the line to uh-huh. accomplish something that that has never been done. Whether it's you know going to the moon or you know climbing a mountain, you know I just i don't know I find that shit fascinating mhm
0: no i i i definitely understand that for sure, um, but I felt there that there was for me an obnoxious level of self aggrandizing yeah like they I, I, they really are talking about like dude they're outlaws they're on the run from the man like and there was just these things that came up like every time i was starting to like i don't know feel the flow of the movie something would come up and i'd be like all right take it down a notch dumbass um (laughs) like this one guy's talking about he's like and look this guy drowned because of park rangers like (laughs) <laughs> because he was on the run from park rangers and like jumped in a river I'm like, eh, fuck. Like it fucking sucks that he drowned. Like that guy probably should still be alive today. And that yeah. Yeah, absolutely that's sucks. Like, yeah. But that's, that's like, like the, man's, the man's coming top. down on us, man. Like, no, he's not.
1: I know. But it, it was a kind of a nice little subplot on how like, this was just a place where people could go and do their thing. Yeah. And then like regulations and like all this stuff. Like this is a oh, national dude. park, and we can do you know this is awesome. And then all of a sudden, now all you can do is take pictures. Yeah, I, you know, I'm
0: what I mean? I'm I'm with that all the way. Um, and I there was one guy who was like, oh, we didn't like authority. I still don't like authority. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm with that too. But the the like this one guy just had this attitude about like. Dude, we were public enemy number one. I'm like, no, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> a, you were a bullet a, point on the little roar. roar yeah, they were. yeah. You were you were bulletin board material and like low on the bullet point list.
1: Did you like the the what's the guy the guy that did the um, uh the acid the, Cause the yes. slack line? Uh, that guy, the guy that was just no, kind
0: of the, the guy I don't. That that's like lived in a park. I, I kinda draw kinda draw the line at that. I'm like, I don't even want to see this. This is this is making me anxious. <laughs> no slack slack line? Yeah, not a not a huge slack line fan. Not that I'm not impressed. I just I'm
2: like, oh <laughs>
0: And I'm not even like uh not afraid of heights. It was just like it's one of those things like, oh kinda makes my stomach turn to just think about someone up there with no support system <laughs> that shit is scary yeah
1: yeah uh yeah that's it's yeah it's stupid how how like there and like some of those people are are relying on people stuff that people put on put in like mm-hmm. you know 50 years ago almost you know yeah yeah but. um when did you watch this uh, uh, the week, the week before I assigned it to you, so. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. Um, cause this is another thing that I was kind of thinking about. Um, cause I know you like this. I knew, I knew you saw it and it'd be weird if you, like, I guess if you were on the fence and you needed it or wanted to get my opinion on something, but right. I I figured since you, um, assigned it to me knowing you watched it, that you liked it, um, I was thinking if if I had seen this maybe before I saw because it's only been a month or two since I've seen Barclay marathons. Okay, I was thinking if I had seen this before then I might like it more. Okay, um, but the kind of self-aggrandizing attitude of the people here versus oh, this is, versus yeah, this the, is a
1: love letter to mountain climbing and uh, rock I'm, climbing and. Yeah, counterculture. It's a it's a thing. love
0: yeah, it's a love letter to um the rock climbers it's about by the rock climbers it's about. Yeah. Um and I felt like the Barclay Marathons, which seemed so much crazier, so much more uh counterculture, like in, in a world where, you know, you you pay X amount of money for your race packet, um, instead you show up in the woods with a pair of socks and a uh I was gonna say DMV, a uh, license plate. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's crazy, uh, and I feel like there was so much more humility in in that documentary. And, oh yeah,
1: yeah. I mean,
0: and like I liked yeah. the people that were in that documentary so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, that ultimately, well, I, I like that. I one. think the
1: most likable guy in this documentary, the uh, Valley Uprising, is mm-hmm. the last guy we saw. I agree. The guy, yeah. he was unassuming and all that stuff and that's what this new movie, this Free Solo is about. It's that guy trying to climb El Capitan free solo. Yeah. And which has never been done and um and and he, it seems like because he when they interviewed him during this documentary mm-hmm. like he 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 gives a lot of reverence to the people that came before him and stuff but wasn't he at no point is he like and this is where you know we break the barriers to you know to the next thing. no he's just there for the challenge like yeah unassuming and they even talk about it just kind of a nerdy guy that climbs like a savant like spider-man
0: yeah well and that's and when he gets intri- introduced in um valley uprising too um they're like dude he gets it like he he has nothing but respect for the guys that came before him and like that's what this is all about is this is all about you guys who no one really gives a shit about like this is your moment in the sun that's what this is about okay all right i get it i i uprising coming from i just
1: i fascinated by these fuckers because like one false move Oh In yeah. Berkeley you're going to sprain an ankle. Yeah, you this, yeah. You're going to you're going to splat.
0: Well, yeah, there's there's a lot more at stake. Um I like speed a, mountain climbing is something that is on interesting like, the to top of my <laughs> list of shit to do. No me either. Me either. Um but yeah, I I I'd be more interested Well, look, I um I don't dislike this movie. I gave You're it You were just six, annoyed by it. So. I, yeah. I gave it a, a six ultimately because I felt like some of the people were annoying and it was too long. Um and if this kind of gives you an idea of where I'm at, I'm looking at free solo now on IMDB, and I'm like, yeah, I want to see what this is all about. So yeah. so it's not so much that it just I don't know just the like you can't fake rock climbing like we we were we were true you know public enemies I was the Chuck D of rock climbing there is no (laughs) Chuck there is no Chuck D of rock climbing
1: no probably not (laughs) base (laughs)
0: Uh, I mean there's definitely wild shit in this I mean yeah (laughs) I mean
1: there was I I did enjoy because it could have been dull as fuck yeah. Like they could have just made it like and this guy did this and then this guy did this. But they mm-hmm. did incorporate a lot of the i i like the fact that how they or like the fact. I hate that when you say I like the fact. No, it's not a fact sometimes. It's just your opinion. I like the way they integrated uh the different cultures, like, you know, the fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties and today. Yeah, yeah, like for they, sure. They they made it you know, a lot of it was, you know, in black and white. And they moved into Technicolor, and then they mm. got into you know uh the long hair and yeah dolphin shorts and then uh but I don't know that that's why I thought it was it was an effective movie for me yeah and i I definitely recommend it, and that's why I recommend it to you, yes, um, and there you're what you're saying there's some va- very valid points in that for sure yeah. um uh i I'm not yeah. Yeah,
0: I'm but, not and I'm not here I'm I'm really not here to trash this movie. I just wanted to give you an idea of where I'm coming from and and kinda I guess counterpoints, cause it's because I know that, you know, a lot of times I don't think to the detriment of the show, but a lot of times we line up pretty comfortably with each pretty other. Pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um but yeah, I'm I'm down for this free solo though.
1: I'm gonna add that to my watch list. Um yeah.
0: where did you watch that?
1: I didn't watch it. It's up for the Oscars this year. And uh, that's why I watched okay. this. Because okay. it, when I was, like, searching it and, like, you know. Mm, the, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah.
0: Yeah. um,
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, it it's – I do like – I enjoy that aspect of sport and athleticism, like history. Like, it is always – it's always interesting. um like just just how things change. Um Yeah. My gra- I I love defense first hockey cuz that's wh- when when I fell in love with the sport and was learning the sport. It was you nope. know mid mid 90s. It was it w- not as exciting of a game, but that's why I, like the um 27 16 Blues. I love that team. I don't like that they knocked the Hawks out, but I love defense first hockey. Because that's nope. what I grew up on. The uh that what is it? The uh the it's the Dominic Cossack effect. The trap mm. game that New Jersey used to play. I but like. it is but there's these clear cut lines and I find that fascinating.
1: Yep. Yep. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Uh, uh right. Yeah. So would you recommend it? Uh no.
0: Not like I just yep. i know I know you've seen it, yep, and at the <laughs> it, it to be honest, at this point, no one's really taking my recommendations anyways uh, <laughs> except I think for they will. except for you when I assign it, um I don't know i it just it it didn't that opening reminded me of something else in my life that was like really. Um, and from there, it just, I, it might've been in, uh, an uphill battle to get its hooks in me and it never won that. Um, but I do want to base jump.
1: Say that. Uh, did I ever tell you I've done, I've done, so I think between bungee jumping and mm-hmm. sky or, uh, yeah, skydiving, mm-hmm. that's like, if you do both of those, that's kind of a base jump, right? Probably. I've done I, I, I've done bungee jumping. I'm and 0 for 3. <laughs> well no cuz like bungee jumping and skydiving are kind of the same thing, right? Or not no like no. Bungee jumping and skydiving, you put them together that's base jumping.
0: Dude, how crazy so you've you've bungee jumped before.
1: Yes, how crazy is it? It's stupid. I was it, it was seems Bedford, nuts. It was it was at a Bedford County uh fair. Mhm. So like, the most rural—not the most rural part in Pennsylvania—but like, in the top ten. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, let's go bungee jumping. Yes, it's it's not the smartest thing I've ever done, but yeah. it was worth it. I mean, you're here now talking about it. I
0: feel like it's just so crazy. Like you're you're like hurtling towards the earth, and then all of a sudden you're just pulled back. Yeah, is but that how it is? Yeah. Bungee Damn. jumping
1: is that, yes, but skydiving mm-hmm. is like so much better, like so yeah. much better, like like the thrill is insane because like bungee jumping, you might survive skydiving <laughs> there's no chance <laughs> if something something gets fucked up, there's no chance, um, yeah. Uh, that was that was such a fun time. And I like I was hooked up to this other guy. So there was a lot of very yeah. intimate yeah. as we went down.
0: He died doing what he loved. Mm. Peeing on the man behind him.
1: <laughs> Strapped to another man. <laughs> um but yeah, the uh, have, have you watched any um base jump fails? I mean, there's not a no. lot that you can watch with um, there's, that, there's this one dude who was in that sounds, some of the base jumping ooh. stuff that they do, like the, the squirrel suits and stuff that they like fly through these valleys and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> Liam got onto this YouTube channel, like this, this whole stream where like I can he was relate. watching a bunch of stuff. And I sat down beside him. It's like, watch this daddy. People were flying. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> and like, there was this one video where this dude like went through this, like, right over this crevice that, within 10 feet or something like that. But this one time he went through, he hit and like got like crushed and like had to spend time in the hospital and then had to come back and actually redid it and all that stuff. So it was a good story, but there's got to be some Epic fails. Mm. I mean, well, why would you watch Epic fails? Though?
0: Uh, yeah. Epic fails where your life is on the line. Not my yeah. favorite, not my favorite videos to
1: watch. Yeah. It's but it, yeah, it's stupid like the way they fly through like gullies and valleys like yeah, near big crazy. boulders and stuff and it's wild.
2: Yeah. Whew.
1: That would be a fucking rush.
0: Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hmm, 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 hmm. uh what is that? Valley Uprising on yes. on Netflix from 2014. Yes.
1: All right, we're going to do a real quick timeout, if you would. Yes. Uh, I'm just going to text my wife real quick. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Liam had a night terror. Mm. Have you, you heard me talk about night terrors? Yes, employees?
0: they sound super unsettling for the person like looking on. For oh, the person experiencing is them, is yeah. so weird. But for the person like... For like you being... The uh the person responding to it it sounds
1: oh it's it's so it 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 would be like like if it was the Middle Ages mm-hmm. that's when you think you your your boy's possessed yes and then you stick hot irons into his ears or something you know yeah. just trying to get the demons out right damn
0: so with that. Is yeah. he, like, when he is awake again, or I mean, cognizant? You don't, you is just he don't able know to when, like? Is he able usually, to explain? Usually, what like, you
1: have to do is get him back down to sleep. Oh, okay. And like, just settle, 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 settle. Go back to sleep, and then, Wow. yeah. It it it's.
0: Damn. I mean, there's. I don't. Right. That okay, that's pretty interesting. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. That's pretty interesting. um Will he have any memory of it? No. Nothing. Whoa. Damn.
1: Or so he says.
0: <laughs> he's he's fine. He's just messing with you.
1: Yeah, that would be a good <laughs> good prank. <laughs>
0: I don't like that you always talk to that strange man in
1: the basement, <laughs> dude. The worst was whenever, like, well, this just recently, probably like four or five weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I go over and he's like, like sitting up on his knees on his bed, like looking at me. And I sit, like I sit right in front of him. No. He starts looking right over my shoulder, at, and like his eyes are as big as saucers. And I'm like, no. It, and that's what he's saying. No, no. Oh, he's. No. Oh, god. That is terrifying. Yeah. <sighs>
2: Whew.
0: Yeah, how many misdiagnoses of that? Oh yeah, there, for ben? sure. <laughs> it's like Oh, my son's possessed. Right. He needs a lobotomy. Mm-hmm. Lobotomy. Classic maneuver. We need <laughs> to bring those back.
1: Ah. <sighs> Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you have to work tomorrow? I do not. Okay, good. Yeah. Um,
0: I think I started telling you that. I, I got like scheduled oh, for right. a full shift. And then for some reason the people I'm supposed to be training are I was supposed to be training them all week. Today was the first day I trained someone. Yeah. And I'm and, not and training anyone. Not I'm not training anyone the rest of the week. So thank goodness, because I've had enough of that place this week. Um my manager was like You can uh, take a day off, either Thursday or Friday, um, because we're not going to have any more trainees. And I was like, I'm going to drink some fucking beer tonight. Nice. Yeah. Let's get after it. See you next Monday. Hmm. You can take Thursday or Friday off. Sure. Thanks. (laughs) Will do. All right. Bye. Which one? Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Indeed. (laughs) Indeed. My ball in one of those bourbon counties, anyways. Do it, yeah. Fuck it, you know. We only live once. There you go. Yeah. All right, um, I assigned you a movie,
1: you did, yeah. This, um, old mads, yeah. In all, uh, I guess transparency, mm hmm, or like. Uh what do you want to watch this week? Um I, I don't know. I guess I'll watch this. Um so Polar came up on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So this is one of their, you know, big releases. Like I don't know how Netflix is making more money. Don't understand it. There's no advertising, so how are they getting more shit? Don't know. Spend but spend spend baby. They're still putting out more stuff and I'm still a sucker for all of it. Uh just to watch it whether or not I like it. It's pretty Hit and miss for the most part. I've liked a couple of their last things. I know I liked, uh, what is that? Dark on it. Uh, Hold the Dark. Yes. I did like that. And you didn't like Roma, but that is up for an Academy Award. Uh, Bird Box, I liked. Anyways, all that to say, Polar is a Netflix original starring Mads Mickelson, Vanessa Hudgens, Hudgens. Hudge Hudgens. Really? Hudgens. Yes. That was a uh, uh,
0: high school musical girl, right? Mm-hmm. One of them?
1: Yep. Uh Katherine Winnick. Hmm. Who was lovely. Really like that. Catherine um, Winnick. And a couple other people, but this is uh this was a online comic, like a a daily comic type of thing. Like you know, uh mm-hmm. Yeah, it was online comic daily or daily or weekly comic and then they put it out in a graphic novel novel in 2013. Um so uh whoever decided to put this into a uh screenplay and then put it out as a movie. So we got Maz Mikkelsen as uh Duncan Visla as a retiring hitman. Mm. And he is he, when he turns 50, he gets his pension, and he's able to retire and get out of the life. And uh, unbeknownst to him, they're the people that run the organization that he works for, this hitman organization, uh, they are having some financial troubles. So instead of paying his pension, if he dies before he gets to 50 uh the pension goes right back to the company. Nice. So you can guess what happens. This is a mixture of a uh kind of a kingsman slash snatch mm-hmm. slash um uh <laughs> Hudson Hawk. Oh wow yeah there's so- a name I haven't heard in a while <laughs> Yes. There is uh this is a very stylistic comic bookish movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mads is great. Um it's very gory, very bloody, uh some really good um uh fight scenes, some really good gunplay, uh possible white man situation, um or what what we saw? Impossible white guy.
0: Oh um, yes, yes, yes.
1: Yes. Um but he's really good. He plays the gritty grimy um just grizzled how many G mm-hmm. alliterations could I come up with? Um love him all the time. I, there's point, points in this movie I really hated it, and there's points I was like, huh, this is fun. So overall it comes down to about a six. For me, mm-hmm. uh, it's worth a watch if you're into that. Like, hey, I want to watch an action movie, but Ooh. I don't want to watch Fast and Furious. This is going to be a lot better
0: than I that. I like uh, Catherine Winnick's um, like jet, like Raven Black uh, hair. I'm flipping through the IMDb here. Yeah, I'm feeling uh, it. Um, man, Mads Mickelson just looks like an impossible white guy. <laughs> I don't know. He just looks like he's going to do some cool shit in this. I'm flipping through
1: the... Uh... Oh, dude, he does some stupid, stupid and crazy shit. Yeah, it's dumb. There's some great stuff in this. Mm-hmm. And uh, at times, it's not great. But sure. overall, it's worth a watch if you're in. If you are able to watch an action movie and be like, oh, this is a good action movie. Because mm-hmm. there's some people out there that just like, eh, an action movie. I'm not going to... Whatever. My wife hates this movie. Yeah, me, I enjoyed it. There you go. Uh, I guess the one one criticism, like, I guess one thing I could say, and one way I could try to rate movies is, mm-hmm. am I gonna I, am I gonna sit and watch it in a, in one sitting? Because many movies, yeah, I don't watch in one sitting. Um, this is a movie I watched over three sittings, but wow. a lot of that is based on time.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely, and all that stuff. But also. Like, I, if I love it, I will carve out the time. I'll be like, okay, sure. I'm going to start it over. I'm going to sit down and watch it. I got to finish this. Yeah. 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 Damn. Um, so, but this isn't one of those. So, uh, a lot of gore, a lot of blood, a lot of fighting, a lot of fun. Sure, also. sure, sure. Also, um, I don't know. It's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Not going to win any awards. We're not going to be mm-hmm. talking about it. And it's not, it's not something I would, I would, it would be akin to Hardcore Henry, I guess, uh, where, like, I'm going to watch Hardcore Henry, and I will hold that movie up above most. Right. This isn't that.
0: Yeah. Um. Just in just from your description, it feels like a couple of movies we've gotten recently already. Mm-hmm. With like John Wick turning into a franchise, Hardcore Henry mm-hmm. was another one. Um, uh, the, Atomic Blonde, maybe. Atomic Blonde, the uh, upgrade. Um, yeah. Kingsman. Yes, Kingsman you mentioned for sure. Yeah, it just it seems like it's, um, and I think a lot of those
1: movies are based on comic books.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. And it it, and it just seems kind of maybe late to the party isn't the right thing because like there's there's no bad time for a great movie, but no, if something's but like it, capitalizing, it just, on it's a jumping trend, on the bandwagon yeah. of that
1: hyper realistic yeah. action movie like sure. that. Um, you know, crazy crazy action. You know, like uh, just impossible fight scenes, Um, Mm -hmm. crazy gunplay, and gratuitous boobs. There's a lot of boobs.
0: This movie actually sounds pretty good.
1: (laughs) And maybe a dick shot once in a while. He's naked a lot. this This movie sounds great. Yes. And he's stacked. He's ripped. Is he? Impossible
0: white guy. Yeah. Impossible ripped um who would have thought lucas ripped fuck <laughs> i want to watch the hunt again so bad it's i so need to good. make time for that movie uh, it's slow burn motherfucker fucking breath. such an un like that's a that's a train wreck right there it's so mm. unpleasant like knowing that he didn't do anything wrong and watching the and world unravel like, around oh. him and it's like Never. oh it's so this is all it takes this is definitely what would happen like uh, yeah, it hits so
1: cl- true. It just rings yeah.
0: true. Like when the dad's talking with him, and he's like, "My daughter's not a liar." It's, like,
1: Ugh. Ugh. It's,
0: mm, mm. it's, it's great. The like powerful filmmaking. Such an awesome movie, The Hunt. Yeah. Um. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. Uh. Ta-ta, ta-ta. Is there a reason I hold
1: the hunt? the wave and Troll Hunter mm-hmm. as, and they're all the, like the, the Holy
0: Trinity of great movies,
1: the Holy Trinity of Scandinavian movies. Yeah.
0: I mean, they're all pretty like, so actually that, that makes sense to me. Cause like what, think about like some of your favorite movies. Mm. Um, They're probably like things that come immediately to my mind. Jurassic park, Action mm-hmm. adventure film, good mobster slash biopic. Like mm. you, you just like you have those movies that you love, and a lot of times like there's certain things in the Venn diagram where they interact, like great acting, great script, right. great score, great soundtrack, stuff like that. Um for you to throw like Jaws and um what other movies do you like? You tell me. I can't remember. Uh, we Jaws. I feel like we don't really talk about movies a lot, so the great, we, the greatest showman, the great, Jaws, greatest showman, you know, um, movies about um, B yeah.
1: Well, I yeah, I mean top top five movies, Jaws number one. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think, uh, Shaun of the Dead is number two.
0: Yeah, I and, if I am just basing it off if I am basing movies you love off of things I've heard you talk about the most, I would mm-hmm. say Jaws and probably Shaun of the Dead. You are right. But like you have these, but think about how different Jaws and Shaun of the Dead are. Yeah, one is a one is a, a creature feature that morphed into this like masterful master course of tension, right? Um, and then another one is like a send up that ends up functioning as I, I don't know. It's, I mean I mean you're talking about one two of the phenomenal best, movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think like you. Th- you, like, associate them with the region, and they fit these different criteria. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. Could, Absolutely. Could be the it's booze like, talking.
1: Well, it, it's like, um, well, The Wave is a, you know, a disaster movie. Right. Yeah. You know, or The Hunt is a, you know, thriller, whatever. And Troll Hunter is a creature feature in itself, mm-hmm. s- slash spoof type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also in a region. It's like- yeah. Yeah. It's it's Scandinavia's uh Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, a, it, yeah it's a weird thing. I put those all together and I'd love all three of those movies.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't yeah. Those are three solid movies. Uh
0: yeah. Hmm. Hmm, <laughs> hmm. Hmm. All interesting stuff. Uh so Polar uh, luke, lukewarm
1: I would, on. I I you're Listen, if you're in for some mindless action, mm-hmm. um, I would watch it. I for everybody else, you may appreciate it if you like Mads. He's I, he he plays a, a badass, so nice. It, it's like it's like uh, Valhalla Rising, right? Mm-hmm. Or no wait, Valhalla
0: Rising is the uh, movie. The one yes. with without a lot of dialogue. Yes. I know so, that narrows And, and we now. get
1: Ma- uh, Mads. Mm-hmm. That it's that character if he was transported like 500 years in the future. Damn. Okay. And stylistic, too. Yeah. Well, of course, Vile Horizon has some style to it, too.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is it's one of the modern masters of style over substance. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh nice, nice 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 how about uh extracurriculars anything else you've been uh checking out
1: yeah uh nothing like straight up movies um i know you're a big fan of uh i'm thinking ed burns um david burn no the no, guy yes. does all the long the long uh documentaries Ken Burns. Ken Burns. Ken Burns. Yeah. Yes. So he came out with a. Uh, <laughs> do, you have, uh, do you have a 27? free week?
0: Mm-hmm. Ken Burns.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. But there's a there's a reason why he keeps doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It is so good. I I started watching the uh, he did a v, uh, Vietnam mm-hmm. documentary. Um. And all like honestly, like I've watched a couple of his series, and as much as they are i mean they are comprehensive right but they yeah. also have their own tone and style mm-hmm. as well and the one on vietnam is very comprehensive and it goes back to like it it digs deep it goes back to like 1945 when we ended the second world war and how that influenced you know vietnam and it's wow. i mean it it there's i mean there's no fun in it of course but it is very insightful very eye opening uh very heart wrenching at times too and like he gets both sides. He always does. Like yeah. he never sticks to like this is my agenda. Yeah. This is you know, like this he tries to be a uh bipartisan it's yeah. Yeah. Thing on this. And uh the Vietnam thing is pretty fascinating. And that's a bummer. Um uh, true detective it's back, so fucking watch that. Uh, I rewatched Gladiator. We talked a little bit about uh, okay. uh what's his name? Um, Ridley, Ridley Scott, Scott, yeah, two weeks ago. And I was claiming that he never made a bad movie. Sorry about that, but I rewatched Gladiator, and it is as good as advertised as I advertised it. Okay, some great shots. I Joaquin Phoenix was the worst part of this movie, you'd think. In a movie where Russell Crowe and Joaquin Phoenix go head to head, you think, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is gonna walk all over him, but no, Joaquin is bad in this movie. I remember uh, that
0: being one of the things I don't really care for in the movie. Is yeah. he was he was very one dimensionally whiny, and 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 uh, Russell Crowe is
1: one dimensionally awesome. Yeah, and I so, mean, like
0: having like a one dimensional
1: hero when he doesn't really speak. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But the visuals are great. The fights are great. It's fun. I loved it. Um and and this isn't something I watch, but it, it's something I plan to watch. So uh and I know Matt on Mavs talked about this. Uh Mindhunter on Netflix. That guy's right? an idiot.
0: Um no, just kidding. Um <laughs> He um, and and several of
1: other people. Yes. have said that that's very good. So I haven't started watching that, but I did uh, start the audio book that the Netflix uh, series is based on. Oh, I so didn't know that it's about this. It, it was based off the book of this guy who pretty much developed the the profiling um, department or uh, whatever of the FBI. Interesting. And The stories he tells are really good. This guy is very arrogant. You think the rock climbers were arrogant? (laughs) This guy is fucking full of himself. But he also... I mean, maybe he found a lot of the killers. He gets
2: results.
1: (laughs) But, like, every time he talks about a killer, he's Mm -hmm. like, well, I told the police they're going to find a guy who drives a, a VW Beetle, and he's probably got a speech impediment. He's probably a, a blue collar worker he had some problems in his childhood he's probably not married and if he if he was married it was ended in an ugly divorce mm-hmm. he has trouble with women and he probably wears blue jeans on Thursdays when he goes to karaoke like Ooh. that's how detailed he gets into his description and he's like and then they found the guy and he didn't sing he didn't <laughs> wear blue jeans while singing karaoke it was it was in the 70s it was corduroy so They they
0: found him doing a stunning rendition of Starman in some (laughs) acid watch jeans, and uh, wouldn't you know it, the ladies hate him.
1: Yes, Yeah, this guy is really full, but he's also talked to some of the most notorious people in the world and done profiles, and I guess it is uh it's it's a very interesting book i'm a, about two-thirds of the way through it so and then mm-hmm. once i get done with that i am going to watch the series because i think it's more of a dramatized series yeah about the book it's so it's not like a uh documentarian aspect or a uh, view on it it's more of a dramatized you know based on yeah. this book so yeah.
0: that's my understanding
1: of it so it's a big commitment yeah,
0: yeah, sounds like an undertaking, especially for mm-hmm. a guy who uh, hates TV. No, I'm just Speaking kidding. I'm of kidding. Um, undertakings. I, yeah, I gotta say, before we get to that, I'm I'm both impressed and envious that you can. Um, I, I mean, I could do it too. I'm just such a kind of a bitch about it. About um, like starting and stopping movies. Oh, like if a movie's two hours long. I'm like, I have to have two free hours. Otherwise, when am I going to watch this movie? I'm so like, and it's so easy, especially with like Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, any streaming service. When you turn it off, when you turn it back on, it's going to pick up mm-hmm. like 30 seconds prior to where you left off. Well, if you had kids, you'd understand. Yeah, that's the whole thing here. Um, I have house plants, so I feel like I'm moving towards the right direction.
1: But <laughs> I mean, it's not. I don't know. Yes, it's not the ideal way to watch it. But what I, what I will do, I honestly will do, is like if I am digging a movie mm-hmm. and I stop halfway through, or if I'm I'm forced to stop halfway through or right. quarter way through, I will. If I really love it, I will go back and rewatch every like from the start to finish to get the whole experience. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of time I'm I am putting in time, like because I don't have that much time to just. Sit down and watch it, but yeah, it's I, like it doesn't like I can I, I don't know if I'm good at compartmentalizing and and knowing where I left off. Yeah. Um. It, what's funny is I never remember what we talk about on a podcast, <laughs> but I can remember where I stopped in the movie. I'm like, yeah, I stopped sure. right there. Like right that. Oh, I want to remind a little bit because I think you said something right before that. Mm-hmm. And, but like when it comes to podcasts, like Jim will text us like. Right now, and ask us for a, a title mm-hmm. for the, the episode that we recorded three days ago. I'm like, what the fuck did we talk about? I don't know. I
0: don't know. <laughs> fuck are you talking about, man? So. Yeah. No, I get I, I get that. Um, and when I do it, it's not like... Uh, I, I don't know. I just... I'm so... I guess... Uh, it does, like you. I mean, you are right. Um, I know you're joking, but you're right. Like having a big commitment, like you know, raising another human. No, no, um, no, no. That does, was just I was does. just fucking with you with that. No, I I, that. I, I know you are, no. but I kind of agree. Like it does force your hand in a certain
1: way. Well, yeah, it's like um, you have to, You can only watch movies at a. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, you can. I, it's if, either if it forces you till two o'clock and watch. You know. That's, I'll do that for porn. Oh, hell
0: yeah. I mean, we've all got an extra two minutes. Easy there, Marathon Man. Well, it takes me a while to find a video. That is, uh, well, I'm not getting into that. It's a real thing that we all don't want to talk about for some reason. Nope. Um, You know what? Maybe we should talk about it. I'm saying I'm saying we don't want to talk about it for some reason. Like I'm Mister Fucking Open Book, but I'm like I don't know why we don't want to talk about. It, but I don't either. Um. Uh, yeah, no.
1: <laughs> but yeah, some just put you off. Like yeah, I'm like I'm not, I'm not yeah. into this Not right now. But that double click. She's really showing me something.
0: Yeah, sometimes you fall down this, and I do it with Netflix too. Um, I guess we'll just say that I just do it with Netflix. But sometimes you fall down this rabbit hole of like, oh, look at all these things I could be watching. And then you end up not watching anything. Right. Because right. you just cre- creamed your jeans. Just a lot of trailers. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs>
0: but yeah, it, it does. Uh, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where it's like, I know that I can. I'm with you on that. Like, if I watch an hour of a movie, it's gonna at least stick in my mind. Especially since we've been doing this show for like I don't know eight months or so now. However long we've been doing it. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, we're almost. (laughs) We're getting there. At thirteen years or two. Not sure. Yes. Um, Well, but it it is here's the other thing. mm. There, like when I go in to start watching a movie. Mm-hmm. I have an idea of, I have an expectation on what I'm going to watch, right? Whether sure. or not it's going to be good, whether it's going to be bad, I have an expectation or what it's going to be. And like, if there's a movie like, I don't know, like Dunkirk or something like a big temple movie, you're like, yeah, uh, 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 Blade Runner, yeah. twenty forty eight, forty nine, or, or if it's you know, uh clown faces from outer space or whatever we watch. You know what I mean? Like like
0: Clowntergeist. <laughs> Clowntergeist, yes.
1: Like I I know I have an expectation. Like right. I will I will set up like if I'm I've I wanna sit down and watch a great like like a movie like hateful eight or something like that, like I know that like that's gonna be worth the watch you sure. sit down and you want yeah. the dialogue to flow, you want to know what's going on from scene to scene and st- and all that, and I have an expectation, but uh a movie like Polar like it's fight scene to fight scene and all that stuff, I'm good, I can watch it segment it, yeah, and I, because I love watching movies a lot, like I I'm willing to make that sacrifice, I guess. Maybe it, it maybe it, maybe it's said t- to the detriment of, um, how I ingest it, but I still get to see it. I get yeah. like maybe in literally I will, um, a movie like, well, we talked about the wave is one of those yeah. movies where I started watching. Mm-hmm. And I got to a certain point and I couldn't watch the rest of it. And then I, when I knew I had enough time to sit down and watch the rest of it, I or I stayed up late and watched the rest of it, I started back from the beginning and tried to... And that was worth the whole experience that way. So
0: Sure. Damn. I like that. <laughs> I've never... I shouldn't say never, but yeah, there's a lot of times I won't start something unless I know I can finish it. <clears throat> and if I would just um i guess to, to use my label if i would just stop being a bitch about it uh <laughs> i would watch a lot more movies in a year yeah um so yeah maybe i'll try i'll try yeah but uh yeah it is just it's something i don't know i don't know if it's been like beaten into me from like the youtube channels i watch or the the stint I did in film school it was just like oh this is how you gotta watch a movie Mm -hmm. like
1: there's not really any rule well I yeah I mean in like all those people that say you can't do it that way Mm -hmm. I mean I've other than maybe you like in my personal life there's no one that loves movies more than I do Mm -hmm. and I watch them that way so yeah I'm good with it
0: and that's I mean, Quentin Tarantino said that. He he didn't um by I've had two different film school um I've had two professors tell me while I was in film school that um the best educator for film I prefer the term movies, um, but the best educator is movies themselves.
1: So yeah. You know, and it's not like I have that great taste. Advice givers don't. be damned. Yeah, but. I just I know that I l- love them. Yeah, like yeah. and to the point where, yeah, that's. Uh, I think Ryan asked me a couple weeks ago what my passion was, and I I started like figuring out. You know, I love my family, love my work, and all that stuff. Mm. And I started thinking, no, I think that's movies is one of my passion. Like I I will yeah. seek them out I will that's one thing like I will get legitimately excited for is a new movie yeah so oh we're gonna go watch uh we almost went this weekend to watch a Lego movie nice uh but we're we're waiting till this weekend uh because we're going up to the cabin for a little family outing for President's Day because we always celebrate President's Day yeah
0: oh I'm yeah respect the office not the Mm -hmm. person Yes. (laughs) Yes <laughs> nice uh, <laughs> you talk about Steve Carell? or I Ricky didn't even Gray. know President's Day was coming up no, I'm uh the other guy from Britain, you know Ricky, Ricky Dre. yeah, Ricky jerkface mm-hmm. uh back to the office, yeah, dude, I'm not happy about it either, but I'm gonna give him a shot. <laughs> Whatever. Uh <laughs> well um Oh so I've, you, gotta, yeah, we, I've got a couple to things you. to to run through, um but before that gotta take a potty break. Alright. Alright. Break it. BRB Alright. Um, yeah. As oh, promised and yeah we BRB'd. And uh so since we last well we took last week off. hmm Um The last episode we did, we did uh Bandersnatch. Mm-hmm. Which was that uh can choose not kind of that choose your own adventure um Black Mirror movie thing, interactive <coughs> social experiment. That's right i don't know tough to say um and i i don't know what it is about black mirror um i love the twilight zone um but something about that like uh standalone storytelling um kind of short form uh Mm -hmm. in in, like sci-fi uh for sure um for the most part, a lot of them, um, especially black mirror in particular deals with more, um, since, since black mirror is more current, it deals with more, you know, what does the 20 thirties hold for us stuff? Like, yeah, like just kind of a, a paranoia around technology for a lot of it. I feel like,
1: yeah, it's, I mean,
0: (sighs) like it's an anthology. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's an anthology show. Um, It it's uh, like, fuck, I just said it. It's like Twilight Zone um, with more of, I guess, a twenty first century lean, twenty second century lean. I don't know, one of the centuries, late Hmm. early twenties. But uh, you know, it's
1: what we fear. It's the things we fear. Technology. Yeah, yeah. What our current anxieties are.
0: Yes. Mm. Um, And I'm I'm uh, I'm into it. You assigned yeah. me an episode uh once um that
1: was kind of a riff on Star Trek. Yes. I think I uh I think Anderson or and or Tyler talked about it on the after disaster and I was like, I'll check it out. And yeah. then that's why. Yeah, I I
0: enjoyed it and it had uh <laughs> Um I forget the actor's name but who people lovingly Jesse refer Plemons. to Yeah, Jesse Plemons. People refer to him as Meth Damon. Meth Damon. Yeah, that's <laughs> sweet. It's pretty good. That's pretty great. Yeah. I don't think I knew that at the uh at the time when I was reviewing that episode, but I love it. <laughs> Heard oh, countless good things no. about it. What's up?
1: Oh, I got to take a picture of Andrew's face. If he's listening, I hear you. He's got a great laugh on his face. Oh he's coming back I, Uh coming back i've been here back to me i still can't hear him but no, no 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 he's no. digitized this I'm is here. what's happening i'm here black mirror black mirror oh, is no. now he's putting his hands up in the air like he doesn't <laughs> know what's going on black mirror and is now i am riffing and he's now taking a big old swig of his his uh hoity-toity yeah much wow glass.
0: It's just a tool of glass. Man, this it's not is the, the that point fancy. where people
1: get tired of the podcast and turn off forever. I don't know. Forever. I think
0: they're loving it. I think they're loving it. I actually don't uh, know if this is recording so I'm but I'm going to call him back cuz I fuck, I hope it's recording.
1: I know that as soon as we do we'll make it work. <laughs> I will call you right back, my friend.
0: All right. All right. So, turns out I could hear you. Mhm. And I'm happy to report that uh if you listen back, you will hear uh your uh just your ramblings your, of a <laughs> your um desperate isn't the right word, but you trying to reach out to me, the unavailable party emotionally
1: um, <laughs> this is what this whole podcast is about, man, but it's I've so not to you for...
0: <laughs> it's so perfect when we're talking about like the uh Technology and paranoia. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, is, as soon anyone as this, it. is anyone getting this?
0: Is anyone getting this? And as soon as
1: we do start talking about it, they cut us off. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn. Uh... They don't want us talking about it.
0: Goddamn lizard people. Mm-hmm. Space lizards. Yeah. What's her name? Luciferina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell Nimrod. <Brad. laughs> Anyways. So, um... With so you got into Black Mirror. I got into Black Mirror. I'm still not into it, but I've watched a lot of it. <laughs> How can't you be into it? I'm so, I'm just so convinced that I'm going to like it um, that I'm going to w- go down with the <laughs> fucking ship.
1: <laughs> You've watched two
0: seasons. So Yes. Yes. So the first episode is entitled The National Anthem. Oh, it's great! Oh, I don't it's... like this one. This was my oh, least favorite no way, one, man.
1: That's it was a great introduction to it. I
0: loved it. The prime minister ass blasts a pig. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Let's put it lightly. Yeah. Um, I I think this one in particular is a victim of expectations. Um, because it doesn't really have that uh it doesn't have that 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 slant of like tech where technology
1: meets paranoia. I guess not, but this I man, like going into this, like if you you've never heard or seen or anything about Black Mirror Like like imagine like you're the like when this shows up on Netflix, like me with Polar, you're like, oh, give it a try. Mm-hmm. And then you watch this. You're like, oh, the Prime Minister, that's fuck a fucking pig?
0: Yeah, that's a serious wow factor, for sure. Yeah. For, sh- <laughs> for sure. Um, <laughs> I love that Prime Minister Michael Callow faces a shocking dilemma when mm. Princess Susanna, a much-loved member of the royal family, is kidnapped, which raises a couple questions. Um, bestiality is a shocking Dilemma? Dilemma's hmm. a pretty light word for that. Yes. Um, and also, what if it wasn't Susanna? What, what if it was a much maligned member of the royal family? Yeah. I'm not fucking no bloody pig. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, and, pig. and, and credits.
2: Not... <laughs> Ten yeah.
0: minutes in, credits. <laughs> it's like, no. I'm not going to snog a fucking pig.
2: <laughs> snog. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, bloody hell. um so uh, see i so i dude butt fucks bacon and
1: (laughs) uh he loves bacon physically (laughs) yes um but (sighs) i thought this was great writing like i thought it was really good like as far as like it doesn't have the same Yeah, as like the next two episodes because I think I have watched the first three episodes. Like, because they do Mm -hmm. the whole like Facebook type thing, like the in the next couple episodes, right? With yeah, um,
0: yeah. I think the last episode of the first season
1: is like where you can rewind your. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, which what that I I like that one too, but that was more what we we've been talking about as far as the. Yeah, that one.
0: That one more like met my expectations as far as mm sci-fi technology ruining our lives type of Mm. thing and i'm not shit fuck i'm not anti-technology by any stretch of the imagination you and i wouldn't Mm. even know each other without like uh, as we
1: speak from new orleans to yeah exactly
0: south central pa yeah uh no one i know today got killed in south central pa so i gotta say it was a good day.
1: <laughs> yeah, it would be bad. <laughs> you, Ryan, you and Jim someone. are alive. <laughs> no, it, it would be bad if you knew someone that got killed in South Central, UK because you only know about four people.
0: Yeah. Yes. uh Yeah. Some of them, uh, you know, are uh, face adorns the five dollar bill, and that's not good for anybody. Anyways, um um I was I wasn't crazy about the national the episode the national anthem. Um mm-hmm. just because I felt like uh, to be fair again, like I don't I feel like it didn't fall in line with my expectations. Mm-hmm. Um it was more of a I don't know. It was it was weird, which I can appreciate, but um it was less about I was hoping for something
1: about much more sci-fi, I guess. Okay. So, but you're like I mean, what is it? 8 episodes per season? Something like that? 8 or 9?
0: Uh, it's really short actually. Um, so the first season I believe has 3 episodes. Oh, um Really? But they they range from like 45 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes. Okay. Um so uh moving past the first one, the second one um 15 million merits uh features um daniel uh, i i'm feel like uh i'm gonna mispronounce this very badly uh kaluya k- daniel kaluya k a l u u y a um most notable as the um i believe it was chris in get out um the boyfriend who gets to meet Bradley Whitford's great, great family. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, uh, oh, this is the one where they're in, uh, they have to do the bikes. Yeah. Or they they're like they're on the bikes. They yeah. Like I, I like this. Bike one. for credit.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. I actually didn't like this one either. Um, hmm. in, right. well, it's an, it's a, it's a little over an hour long. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just way too long for me no uh <laughs> it's a little over an hour long, and um the they spend a lot of time kind of introducing you to the characters, but the characters yeah. are all one dimensional in my opinion like they they just all kind of serve a singular purpose, and um it doesn't get going until probably like the forty five minute mark, and then it just yeah, it, moves. it does take a while. It yeah. moves really quickly, and it all just feels like like it's weird, like ultimately, um Bing, it- who was played by Daniel, like he winds up hosting a show where he's like gets to speak the truth as long as he's threatening to cut his neck open, and it's like. I don't know. I I, just, I felt like this one was like really flat.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it also like has the different um film uh film stock style, mm-hmm. right? Because the first one felt more like a movie. This one felt more like BBC.
0: Yes, yeah. BBC like film exactly is very like it's got a very specific film texture. Yeah, like color palette maybe or like s- certain saturation. Yeah. It just screams boring in monarchy. Um just kidding. Uh yeah, I I I um I don't know. So at this point I'm about 2 hours in of um and I'm pretty unimpressed to be honest. Right. Um, so but so based on that So all I can that, do right? is double it, down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like well this is this sucks, I gotta watch more um <laughs> there's there's obviously there's a level of production value to it. You can tell that they're putting some money into it, and I've heard nothing but good things, and yeah, I don't know there's just I don't know if it if this weird like pseudo anglophile thing where it's like, well, British stuff it's different, it's drier and better, like mm-hmm. shut up, it's trash. Do you even 1776, bro? Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I've, I've never been huge on... Um,
1: do you order tea when you walk into Starbucks? Well, kind of, yeah, sometimes. But... Yeah, but it's with whole milk.
0: Mm. Fucking American, bro. Not goat cheese milk. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I do feel like there's a certain um, level of... Uh, leeway and even um, credit that people, American people give, uh, not, you know Neil, I get it, this is your uh, this is kind of your thing um, but there's a certain level of like credit that American people who are into like BBC shows give to mm-hmm. them like, mm. well, have I you seen feel like Space, you're
1: the first episode of Space
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, you're going out of your way to like something Space is pretty good. Spaced is pretty good, but it's no, it's no Seinfeld. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> that's such a weird comparison to make.
1: Uh. <laughs> it's so crazy to watch. If you watch, like I've watched, I watched all three of the Edgar Wright mm-hmm. Simon Pegg movies, mm-hmm. and then I watched the Spaced, and there's so many just tie-ins, parallels. There. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's
0: pretty good. Anyway, sorry. Um. Oh i i got shit yesterday. Oh yeah. Uh, we were watching either Bob's Burgers or Brooklyn Nine Nine, and uh, when the episode ended, a the season one episode one of Seinfeld came on on autoplay. Season one, episode one. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I know it's good. Um Ugh, no way. You know, it's bad. Yeah, so you know like the first It doesn't pick up to like season 3. The first 7 seasons of uh Seinfeld, they have uh his stand-up spliced in. Yeah. Like that's how the the start and end of the show is with him doing stand-up. And Jerry Seinfeld, love him. Uh I got to see him live a few months ago. Which is fucking awesome. Um and he's doing a bit about going out. He's like, you know, we'd love to go out as proof. Many of you are here tonight. And it made me laugh um, Mm. because the joke was better than I just described. And his tone is great. His delivery is great. His timing's great. And uh, (laughs) I was, if you let me tell it, I I laughed at it. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you let OT tell it, I went into a hysterical fit. (laughs)
1: I like that I laughed More about You telling her story Than you telling the story But yeah I
0: I got shit For laughing at Jerry Seinfeld's bit About going out And getting back It's just It's it's a fun bit It's super, you know, tame Non-offensive but i it's a great bit in my opinion and i just got i got i got roasted
1: to be honest which That's is great. not not well, something Tori yeah. thought that was funny i will
0: i will pass that along but anyways um what is that yeah so you're 2 hours in shit i'm 2 hours yes thank you thank you for getting me back on track i appreciate that the third episode and the final episode of season 1 is the entire history of you
1: and oh yeah 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 that's all this too this yes is, yeah
0: yeah so this is the kind of like the facebook yeah. memory that yeah, well, you have we, yeah, we talked about it. yeah you have like Sorry. the key fob where you can rewind back and yeah. forth um it said uh bryce dallas howard in it right no but i'm down for that
1: no uh Somebody recognizable.
2: Uh,
0: mm. uh, Jodie Whitaker's in it. I believe she was in Attack the Block. Uh Oh, and someone's probably someone's probably screaming Doctor Who. Oh, really? Yeah. Um she was Daniel playing, David Tennant. The blonde the blonde lady in this. Uh oh, no. Oh no, no, no. that yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um
1: they all look the same.
0: That saucy little tart. Um <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Jody Whitaker, Amy Beth Haines, Toby Cabell. You know, just a just a real like abundance of talent. Who's uh, who? Yeah, a who's who of who's that? Of um, Doctor Who? Oh, <laughs> Doctor What now? <laughs> <laughs> doctor, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> who so who? this this was the first one that um, I thought kind of delivered on its premise. Um, the paranoia that um technology and recording everything creates uh this was um the main character which obviously i'm doing just such a bang up job of explaining the main character is paranoid that his girlfriend slept with one of the guys at this party that he was at um and he kind of like keeps going back and forth over like him looking at her how she looks at this dude and, um, him just kind of unraveling from that. And I don't know. It, it's such a, I feel like it's such a good premise of the whole, like, out of sight, out of mind thing. And then, like, you know, those, those jealous people, be them men or women, they, they exist and are pretty, I don't know, commonplace, I feel like. Um, And then just you have someone like that with access to overanalyze every minute detail, speaking of Seinfeld, minute details of life and them to like go back and relive it and, and question you and nag you. And like, well, what's this all about? And just how something like that, it seems like a cool idea. Like, oh, you can just go back and relive, you know, all these cool things. Um but just how in the wrong hands and possibly even most hands you will drive yourself crazy. Um, right. So I don't know. It, it met those expectations I had as far as like this sci-fi thriller dystopian ideology. Um, right. So this was the first one that I really, I was like, when it was over, I was like, all right, I feel like we're, I feel like Man. we're to something now. And then the next episode I watch, episode four, be right A.K.A. Back. season two, episode one. Who should appear but Dom Hall Gleason? Obviously, yeah. this one's a classic. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So Dom Hall Gleason, I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be great, and because uh, <laughs> that guy's awesome, and uh, Haley Atwell. Who uh she was Agent she's Carter. A, Agent Carter. Yeah.
1: yeah. She's uh Captain America's plaything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Captain America's Big Titted Freak Show. Um <laughs> Easy there.
0: I don't know. She's got big boobs. She's she also very talented. So yes, she's very cool. pretty. She is pretty, yes. Um, but yeah. Uh anyways, so this one Pretty cool. I feel like the ending was a little lackluster, though. So the whole idea is um, Dom Hall Gleason's character dies. And one of Haley Atwell's character's friends gives her a link where basically um, you take Dom Hall Gleason's online presence and just plug that into an algorithm to the point where he is basically conversing with you oh kind
1: of like the movie her almost yeah
0: yeah actually for sure um and then there's her, also
1: her her for sure
0: uh she was a hoe for a show um <laughs> what is that 40 year old virgin huh? uh, movies am i right bro uh, mm. yeah anyways that's what we uh, do here yeah That's is kind yeah. of our thing um, so there's like a further step from this online presence where you can basically buy like a weird mannequin thing and, uh, put it in the tub and which it will, um, base, compository basically from pictures, videos, create, recreates Dom Hall Gleason. In a tub. In, in a tub. And, uh, which is the best place for John Paul Gleason. Um, hmm. you know, <laughs> this, is a, this is lanky ginger boys. They're great in tubs. Yeah. Let me tell you, uh, um, Oh, pruny, <laughs> yeah. yeah. feckin Pruny. And, uh, so it's, it's pretty cool. It's a, it's a solid premise again of like, this is, this is like a person who's grieving, who will do anything to grasp on to the person that they lost. And the thing that they grasp on to at first, it seems like just a, a godsend, almost like unbelievable. Like, oh, this is amazing. Like it's almost like a redo, a second chance, et cetera. And as time goes by, you realize that this is not that person. Yeah, um, kind of a, a perversion of your deepest wish. And so th- so it's a really solid premise and a really good idea. But then it just kind of the way it ends was very lackluster.
2: Hmm.
0: I remember it ending and in, in kind of feeling like I don't know if this was something you ever watched, but it kind of felt like, are you afraid of the dark? Which was a uh like Nickelodeon yeah. show in the late nineties. It was just kind of like hmm, kind of a weak finish, <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, play play with that how you will
1: <laughs> well, but i I'm guessing like though the the all the premises. I mean I mean I guess it, the goal is to nail it every time and make right. every episode great but like also it's there to make you think like that's mm-hmm. you know, like that's what you're there for right
0: Yeah yeah and if I mean if that's the case that one definitely delivers on that um and just you you get to kind of watch the like perversion of someone's hope in 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 this perversion of something that someone's latching on to and that's a, that's actually exactly what I signed up for is like i I want to see that kind of um maniacal twist on something that's you know technology is supposed to help us i want to see like that negative aspect of it i want to show light on that shine light on that um so it just, it really, it worked until the ending. I was kind of like, eh, this feels very like Nickelodeon in the 90s. This is a weird ending. Um, not bad, but just doesn't, um, doesn't finish as strong as, as the rest of the episode. Uh, and then the last one I watched, which has been my favorite so far, um, which maybe says something about me, but we'll get into that, is an episode called White Bear. Mm. um so the premise of this is victoria wakes up and cannot remember anything about her life everyone she encounters refuses to communicate with her and they all seem to know something she doesn't and then imdb begs the question but what so um this girl wakes up in the house there's pills scattered on the floor she's she seems to be coming to from like a stupor Mm. and uh she uh wakes up and she sees like there's a couple people filming her, people are taking pictures of her but keeping their distance. And then someone appears um in a like hunting jacket and a ski mask and they are trying to kill her. And um have you seen this one? No. Okay. I don't want to spoil it because it's definitely worth watching.
1: Um, well, I think I might. The way you're talking about all of these, I think I'm ready to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah. I definitely, like, even the ones that I wasn't crazy about, In, I'm kind of excited to see, like, the evolution of this show. And obviously the writers and directors kind of, it's kind of a revolving door with as anthologies usually are. And you kind of got to take the good with the bad. And nothing's been, like, offensively bad. So, Mm. so far I've been enjoying my time with Black Mirror, but this episode in particular, um, and it might be my weird, like, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe you just need to watch it before I oversell or, or kind of sell out the ending, but it's an interesting twist on um, kind of, it's uh, like these people are taking photos of her. She's basically... The subject in a safari almost okay. Um, and from there it gets pretty crazy, and um, I, I feel like my enjoyment of it shows this kind of like weird, vindictive nature. Uh, it, it was one of those things where I was like, Yeah, I like this, and then I mm-hmm. took a step back and I'm like, Wow, what's wrong with me? Um, hmm. but I thought this episode was really good. It's titled White Bear. Cool. And actually, I'm gonna go little, watch it. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, if you want to interact with us on Twitter, uh, it's Mavs Podcast. That's M A V S Podcast. Facebook.com slash Mavs Podcast. Again, that's M A V S Podcast. Our episode, this our uh, website, TheSauceLounge dot com has every single episode of this show as it's well amazing. as Matt and Andrew versus Society. Um, that's The <laughs> Sauce Lounge. <laughs> it's good, it was right? Good. It's good. I really liked it. <laughs> i appreciate the dedication to the bit. i don't know if it's, this is the wheat wine ale talking but i love doing this show so I, it's not i love this show um <laughs> black mirror i'm in i'm in good i'm gonna keep watching well um, i will
1: catch up with you and we will watch together i think we should yeah yeah
0: yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. I read the um, description for the Waldo moment, which is the next mm-hmm. episode I'm going to watch. And I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, uh, pretty good stuff so far. Um, it's it, it's one of those things where I feel like my expectations are the reason I'm saying like eh, it's not the best. Um, but the more I watch, I'm like, oh, OK, some of these are right up my alley.
1: See, I was thinking there were like eight or nine episode seasons, but yeah, they're like four and five at the most. Yeah. It only seems that way because
0: cause the Brits, they're so dry. Mm. Uh, they're like a sour
2: ale.
1: <sighs> All right. Well, good. I'm glad you like, and I'm going to get into it with you. Nice. I'm into and it. And then I'm going to watch Black Mirror. <laughs> oh,
0: hell yeah. Um, how about some assignments? Uh,
1: yeah. All right. So, um, i going to have you watch. Okay. So weirdly, well, um, I'm not sure if it was you or me who recommended Disgraceland. Can't remember. It was you. Definitely. Okay. You recommended so, it to me. Yeah. Okay. So Disgraceland is a podcast about the seedier side of music right and it goes from i mean how they're what uh throw me some stuff uh jerry lee uh, lewis bob, yes, bob marley lewis. um frank sinatra great episode
0: yep. um yep. the, the, the club kid scene that was a really good episode i forget the yep. the focus of that but there's some crazy shit in that episode
1: oh um the rolling Stones sleeping with uh, oh yes his wife of yeah. uh, canada yeah um yeah so like some great stuff um uh disgrace land on on overcast Mm -hmm. uh check that out uh but based on that because i know you're as much as you like movies you like music even more yeah um there is a a a semi-series on on netflix it seems it's like a kind of like the uh espn's 30 for 30 maybe where it's uh it's called Remastered, and there's uh, I think five episodes yes. out right now. And it's based on uh uh music uh controversies, maybe. Yeah. And uh one's Who Shot the Sheriff, which is a Bob Marley uh type of episode, uh the Massacre stadium is I don't know who that's about. Uh Who Killed Jam Master Jay? And uh Tricky Dick and The Man in Black, which is about uh Johnny Cash and the one I'm assigning to you, which I hope that you watch them all, and I'll probably get in that with you, is yeah. the the two killings of Sam Cook. Yeah. Um, which I don't know if we had talked about Sam Cook on the episode, but I know we talked about it a little bit off air, maybe. Uh just the craziness of yeah. Sam Cook like well, his star. Was like shooting up to the top, and then he got killed in the most weird way. Yes, yeah. He had a a jacket, a shoe, and nothing else on, mm-hmm. and was shot and killed. Yeah, in a seedy motel. Yes, he is. Um, I was
0: telling you before the episode, he is one of, if not my favorite singer. Like, as yeah. far as like, it just it, it's such an iconic voice, a phenomenal singer. Um, in whether he was doing original stuff or, or standards, he's he's one of my favorites yeah. of all yeah. time. So I and just cannot like wait,
1: and not not like a crooner, and not like soul, but well, somewhere in the middle, just like a booming, yeah, a uh, great voice that just pulled you in. And yeah,
0: that's, oh, he's he's such a phenom, like just such a warm. Um the the tone of his voice is just so beautiful. I uh, I mean people credit him as the man who invented Soul. Um and I think from there Soul has kind of moved more towards gospel, but man, just such a such a beautiful voice. And and he's made some phenomenal music. So I I am looking forward to that. And um I obviously jam Master J right up my alley. I love hip hop. Um, and speaking uh, on the subject of Disgraceland, they did, he, um, did a phenomenal episode about Bob Marley. So I'm Mm. looking forward to diving in that too. Yeah. And, uh, I hate Richard Nixon, so I'm looking forward to, you know.
1: Uh, yeah. Richard Nixon (laughs) was probably the worst. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's, let's start a war on drugs because, you know, treatments for Bitches. Anyways, hey, not only that, yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> just among just... other things, yeah, Am- among other impeachable things, um, yeah, guys seem like a fucking dickhead. Mm-hmm. Smoke a joint and relax, you punk. How dare you? <laughs> it's a weird thing to finish that sentence with. Punk is very much like <laughs> the the like uh, straight laced guy. Punk, yeah. Yep. Why don't you cut your hair and, you know, stomp out that doobie, you punk. Yeah.
1: Cool. Uh, yeah. So check that out. Um, That's some good watching here for the next couple of weeks. I yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward, forward to it with your black mirror. So. Yeah.
0: We'll be able to eat off this for a while. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I hope that. Well, I'm assuming that it'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> and if it, well, and, and if my yeah. assumptions prove correct, I hope that this is something that they'll continue because I feel like uh I don't know. I, I love a good music documentary.
1: So. I tell you who I loved a lot too, uh was old I lost the name. Little Richard. Oh yeah. Little Richard felt a little bit like Sam Cook a little bit too. Yeah, he kinda had the um,
0: there's something in his tone, yeah, for sure. Um <laughs> Have you seen Black Dynamite? <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, there's a great little Richard gag in there. Um <laughs> it's a, a great send up of uh like seventies black exploitation. Yeah. But yeah, little Richard cat could wail. Um, um. Yeah, I'm looking forward to diving into that. Um, But in the meantime, someone who I'm a fan of, of, I assume you are too, because you were the one that pointed out that this was streaming to me, uh, Bo Burnham. Yeah. He's been doing some great stuff for probably the past, like, 10 years now, um, which sucks. since he was, like, 14 years old. Yeah, exactly. Since he was, like, you know... In in junior high, just <clears throat> feeling angsty with
1: the keyboard and uh, in, immeasurable talent. Well, here's a, the thing. Uh, yeah. I, like, there's nothing he's done that I haven't been impressed by. Yeah. You know, it, maybe I didn't love it, but I not that I haven't been impressed by. It because it's like he's doing stuff that is like that last stand-up thing that he did. And I won't even call it. It's. It was just a, yeah, like a one-man show more than yeah, just straight comedy. It's, uh, yeah, it was, uh, in you know, it, but he's also, like, maybe, what is he, 23? He's pretty young, yeah. Like, 24 or something like that? Like, crazy stuff, so. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, yeah, so, eighth, eighth grade? He's, yes, he's so young that at age
0: 30, I'm saying, yeah, pretty young. <laughs> Um, yeah, Bo Burnham, eighth grade. He is oh, he was born in nineteen ninety. No, so he's so, older than well... I thought. He's past his prime, washed-up comedian. Um, yeah, Bo Burnham wrote, wrote Eighth Grade.
1: Yeah, don't uh... start to feel old. Don't you start to feel old when you know those people are doing stuff. That's how man. I've been feeling here recently.
0: <laughs> when they're doing stuff, and I'm like, man, when I'm 24, I hope I have a comedy special.
1: Oh yeah. shit, <laughs> damn it! I'm 42.
0: <laughs> when I'm 20, fuck. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but he really he. You're, I mean, you're right though. Like since he was fucking 14, in, um. I don't know, the thing, as a huge Kanye West fan, I love how he closed out, um, what was it, Make Happy? Yeah. Fuck, so good. Yeah. So good. And it's one of those things where it's like, what? I could definitely see people being like, what the hell are you doing? Um. But yeah, we're going to find out exactly what the hell he's been doing, because he wrote and directed um, Eighth Grade, and yep. it's streaming on Amazon Prime. Going to get after it. Good grief. Yep, yep.
2: Hmm.
0: All right. Um, If you guys want to wait till uh, we review those or uh, you inhale that really quick, um, we've got some other
1: recommendations for you. Yeah. Uh, If you've been waiting for the movie where Tommy Lee Jones goes against Jeff Bridges. (laughs) I've got a movie for you. It came out. Christ. Almost 30 years ago prepared to be <laughs> bo burnham was four years old yeah
0: bo burnham was hilarious and also four yes <laughs> he
1: invented youtube <laughs> on this day uh blown away stream on amazon right now uh, it can probably see a little seem a little dated but it's got political um, political uh, tones to it and stuff, but Jeff Bridges is great. Tommy Lee Jones is overacting as always, which is always great. Um, it's a movie I I don't think a lot of people who listen to the show may have seen, and that's that's my gauge now is to introduce people to new movies, and hopefully uh, this is one of those. So let us know or let me know what you think about Blown Away from 1994 on Amazon. Oh, Two Face. I, yeah, know, I know that who guy is. <laughs>
0: uh, with a mm.
1: terrible Irish accent.
0: He has an Irish accent in this movie. Of course he does. I'm I'm already blown away. <laughs> I need to see this.
1: Um, and I'm gonna watch it on Amazon Prime. How about that? Mm-hmm. There's that whole genre of, like, two movie genre of. Uh, Brad Pitt and uh, Brad Pitt and uh, Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christ, what was that movie called? California with a K. No, 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 no. Fuck. Ah, uh, Christ, I can't remember that. Mm. Felt like. Wait, they were in the movie together. Yeah. Brad Pitt. Uh, Devil's Zone. The Devil's Zone. Is that right? The Devil's Zone let's look it up Brad Pitt
0: devil uh, he's part of the Illuminati it turns out hmm hmm <Risk> of course hmm <laf>. <Meaning> so. I <Aloogie dévelop abort>. had my sus- 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 su- تو修- sus- su- suspicions uh hmm
1: hmm 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 Fury
0: nou, I'm Double Absolutely. Zone.
1: Harrison Ford and Brad Pitt nice pulled that pulled it Yes, yeah, so it was that whole uh, uh, the R the RRA coming over to America, oh, okay. and infiltrating. This is in nineteen ninety seven, though. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the devil's home. Um, The only devil I recognize is Dave Grohl in the uh, Pick of Destiny. So, mm-hmm. this movie doesn't exist, in my opinion. Uh, nice, 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 um, (laughs) blown away. Uh, all right. I've got one, not overacting, but, um, acting is very important in this one from 2013. Fuck. Uh, that's insane. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) this was six years ago. I remember where I was. I remember seeing this movie, um, Locke, starring Tom Hardy. Uh. Um, it currently, it's, um, we might have recommended it before to in, in full transparency, um, mm. but it's made its way over to Netflix now.
1: Fucking so good. So, so, this is a movie you need to watch yeah. in its entirety, yes. in one sitting. And yeah. this is one of those ones where I, maybe I did start it and then had to restart it cause it is worth the watch just for that performance.
0: Oh, masterful, phenomenal. And I know you and I are Tom Hardy fans, but maybe someone, uh, you know, who's a little hard hearted, um, mm-hmm. kind of a, you know, real jerk, uh, doesn't like Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. You will appreciate him after watching this. It's, uh, I mean, it, it's the Tom Hardy show like it yeah. everything rests on his shoulders and he does a great job
1: and i know jim's been listening so jim i need you to watch this movie it's not long it's what an hour and probably yeah, 30 minutes it's, it's pretty brief yeah and but it's it's a commitment but i think you'll like it
0: mhm mhm jim do it
1: watch lock
2: yeah
0: so we have four listeners now that's nice yeah i like that <laughs> All right, so uh, next week, we're going to be talking about Eighth Grade, and um, we're going to be going through some, if not all, of the remastered series, Mm -hmm. um, which is currently streaming on Netflix, Eighth Grade, by the way, Amazon Prime. Uh, If you want to wait to hear what we have to say about those, or you run through those real quick and you want something a little extra, Blown Away from 1994 is on Amazon Prime and Lock from 2013, Um, much to my chagrin. Uh, the year it's released, not the streaming platform. It's on Netflix. That's right. So, with that, um, the trope hat was a shaking a couple weeks ago. And uh, we've got a little something
1: uh, called Elite Mooks. Yeah. Yeah. I got a, a decent list. Um, I It's it straight a little bit from what I thought because I was thinking all action movies. Well, mm-hmm. these are all action movies, anyways. But, like, I was thinking more like traditional. Additional action movies, mm-hmm. and I got away from that a little bit, I think. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm anxious for this because I'm happy. Uh, yeah. I, I, I was able to revisit some of my favorite uh, characters. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't, I don't
0: have a ton of characters necessarily. I have one in particular um, mm. who I think you'll enjoy, um, but it was more of a night in – idea in more of a uh, kind of what turns out to be a bit of a hard and fast rule in action or thriller or like espionage movies I'm thinking kind of uh, James Bond movies too Um, Mm -hmm. but according to uh, TVTropes.org that's right it's an organization um, how do you get that? I don't
2: know I don't know.
0: I think you need to believe in a flat earth and uh from there <laughs> you just uh commit. You just get it. Yeah. It's like what what shape is the earth in? Pancake. All right. This guy's is part of an organization. Hmm. <laughs> um but it's uh any variety of moocs. Moocs being uh henchmen. Henchmen, yeah. It's one of the words I have written down. Um any variety that can be upgraded. Um <laughs> superpowered mooks, um, cyborgs zombies, <laughs> elite zombies, um super soldiers, <laughs> or mooks uh upgraded in other various ways.
1: In other in other words, you're you're getting <laughs> to the bad guy and you have to fight someone that is has a skill That there's no reason why they should have that skill at this pay level.
0: Yeah, they're kind of a weird go between. Yes. Um, I like this. I just saw this and it's making me laugh. In video games, elite mooks are very likely to be demonic spiders. No. Okay. That is weirdly specific. That is. (laughs) Uh, hmm. All right. But yeah, (coughs) elite mooks. Um, yes. so one of the one of the notes I had specifically was like any big villain who has henchmen will
1: almost invariably have an elite mook. Yes. But it has to be like towards the end. Yeah. It can't be like run of the mill mook. Right. Like the you know the guys that are taken out easily. This is like towards the end of the movie where well, I have one example where it's right at the beginning of the movie, but for the most part, like towards the end of the movie, you have to get through this guy to get to the big baddie. Yes. And uh, uh, but the the example I have for the one that is at the beginning of the movie is uh is in Casino Royale. Okay. I uh, I have
0: James Bond written down.
1: Yeah. Well, pretty much all uh, the henchmen, you know they have some kind of weird skill like odd job has can throw a hat like, <laughs> i mean
0: i guess so can random task
1: yes <laughs> random that's right really honestly a shoe um uh but casino royale mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie uh malacca played by sebastian falcon was we got introduced to parkour yes hardcore parkour for sure hardcore parkour and my son likes parkour he he does it from you know the couch to the floor and from the floor to the couch looked at parkour par floor (laughs) um (laughs) just throw that at him see how he reacts par floor it's like what do you mean it's a play on words i don't know what you mean (laughs) it's not again uh It's not a game, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) This is my life. (laughs) I don't want
2: your life.
1: Um, But uh, so, like, (laughs) like uh, just a random bad guy can't jump like three stories down without breaking an ankle, or run up a crane and do all these things. But like that opening scene of Casino Royale, I think we've talked about before. Fucking, Uh, I I think we should do a top five or you know cold opening cold open did we movies. could do
0: yeah absolutely i love that but we could seriously do like a top five stunts from the casino royale opening yeah that's how yeah, for sure like, that's just how like, rich that open like it it's a,
1: a a veritable spoil it's like a 10 minute cold open mm-hmm. that ends in a someone shooting a propane tank yeah and that's not even the most impressive thing no uh just great uh like and this guy is just a guy he's a he's a bag man basically he's just a that's all he is he's a guy a carrier mm-hmm. a courier and uh yeah it's it's a great scene and james bond is put to his his limits excuse me and um uh, it's just a great scene it's streamed on netflix right now so is great scene royale check nice. it out is that
0: is Mads Mickelson in that one,
1: right? Oh for sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He does the old cut out the bottom of the the chair. Yes. Oh yeah. That's hot. That is very he, hot. He he tests James Bond.
0: <laughs> Feeling a little
1: testy. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um Damn, for sure. But
1: uh, but also the worst per- poker scene cuz like, everyone in this one hand has either a royal flush a uh a full house or a small flush like it's the worst poker hand scene ever in a movie <laughs> yeah like everyone has like the best hand like no one has like a pair like a low pair or uh <laughs> like someone's like looking for inside straight
0: no one's bluffing
1: and no one's like fuck i'm out yeah 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah. Except it's, for uh, Felix Leiter, played by uh, what's his name? He's like, you just take my money. I'm I mean, not good at this.
0: Yeah. To be fair, this is Bond's first foray, foray into yeah, like yeah. gritty realism. Yeah. Um, first foray into like post uh, Dark Knight yeah, Bronson, <laughs> post Dark Knight um, cinema. Yes, but. Fuck, so good, but you find you find it in any Bond movie. Jaws, another yeah. great example. Odd job.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's weird because like he, in order to get good employment somewhere else, he would have to find some kind of odd job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just Other than working for Goldfinger.
0: Yeah, he'd have to find a random task. Hmm. <laughs>
2: Uh, Yeah,
1: man. Trying to think what other. uh, I mean, yeah. He's always going against somebody like all the James Bond, but like.
0: Yeah, it's like it's so there's a, a really accurate, really strong criticism against video game movies. Is that it's like level to level. It's there's no like. It's kind of a choppy flow. Is like you you have from point A you get to point B and that's like the big baddie and it sets you back to point A and from point A do you have to get to point C, which is the even stronger baddie, and from there you go back to point A and you gotta get to point D, which is the even stronger guy. But um Well a it, lot it, of times like the either end of the second act or beginning of the third act you get that that big bad guy in James Bond. Yes. And it's, it's, it, you, I mean, you and I are both bond fans. It's usually pretty solid. Like yeah. it's one of those things that you need to keep the movie moving. Um, so I, I think bond is, is a great example of, of the elite mook and you can find it in probably most of the movies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of what's her name. Um, uh, in uh, Living Daylights Living Daylights um, what's her name Gone Girl in Die Another Day uh, oh no it's not Living Daylights it's the last one where uh, Christopher Walken was the bad guy in um, who is the it's, it's the Oh, what's her name
0: Um. Uh, mm, um. <laughs> I know the movie. It was, um, what's his name? Roger Moore. Yes. And uh, I, I gotta look it up. It. I gotta look it up. I don't want to look it up.
1: Have to. Yeah. Nineteen hm. eighty-four-ish. 83 oh grace jones grace jones that's yes. right and of course james on sleep with her then he fights her hell yeah but grace jones had like a three or four day have you to kill that's yes right. <clears throat> um yes nice noise 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 um
0: but yeah, other villains uh James Bond sleeps with the uh Zenia Anatop from Goldeneye. Oh yeah. She was a good one. <laughs> uh what's it? i love her. Yeah, f- uh, yeah, Fem yeah, Yeah, Femke Jansen, yeah. Who uh what is? She's Jean Grey, right? In the original yeah. X-Men? Yep. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, y'all. To the beat, y'all. <laughs>
1: Oh man, Goldeneye! What a oh, what yeah. a flick! Uh, Dave B. Baptista is the elite Mook inspector. Most recent James Bond, which I don't think you've seen.
0: I have not, but now that I know Dave Bautista's in it, kind of kind of piques my interest. Um, Sam Mendes, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, I think. Uh, that was his last one he's He's kind of run the
0: gamut a little bit,
1: yeah, and th- where's he been really since since man.
2: Uh, Mendes.
0: wow, talk about different f- known road for to road to perdition, skyfall, revolutionary road, and American beauty yeah that is a diverse portfolio. Oh wow, American Beauty is his first directing credit. Hmm. Did not know that. Pretty good. Yeah, not <laughs> not a bad way to start your uh your run. Wow. Cool.
1: Oh, he did Jarhead too. I love Jarhead.
0: Yeah, so. Jarhead. Jarhead is I would say pretty underrated as far as like military movies go. Yeah. Pretty, pretty underrated.
1: Huh. Uh you know, with this kind of falls under the same thing, mm-hmm. but it have you seen The Kingsman? Uh,
0: the first one, yes.
1: Okay. So I think uh and what's kinda of interesting about this is uh Gazelle played by uh Sophia Butella. Mm hmm. Fall kinda of falls into James Bondish, you know, henchman type yeah. thing. Uh but she has the you know the uh the bionic legs, right? The, yes. But they're made out of swords. But the uh, Oscar Pretorius was supposed to play that villain, play what? her character <laughs> in that movie before he killed his wife.
0: That's uh, very on the nose. <laughs> yes. Well, I know,
1: but that was what it was supposed to be. Right. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I should look this up. Maybe I'm putting out <laughs> false news. But I, I don't know. That's, that's right. pretty fucking funny,
0: though. Really? Right. Yes. Wow. All Blade right. Runner. It. Speaking of Blade Runner. Yes. <laughs> really? That is funny. Wait, what? Are Claudia Schiffer and Matthew Vaughn? Is that a thing?
1: Oh, we're well, good for him.
0: I, yeah, they're holding hands on the uh, Kingsman red carpet. All right, Matthew. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia Schiffer. She tested very high on the strokeability scale. <laughs> are you almost done? Because I'm getting tired of holding this. That's what she said.
1: Damn oh man, it. how are you? Where do you land on uh, on Wayne's World? I I I mean, now, I mean that came out what ninety four, somewhere around there. I think ninety two, maybe. I mean that was right my wheelhouse. I mean, like okay. how couldn't I love that? It was right whenever I was. I yeah, love ninety two. You know, um, uh, Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. and I was. Yeah, it was all the right. best. It all was right. fun. And it was like all those stupid little jokes and you know, you got them.
2: Yeah. Alright,
0: just, just wondering because that's um,
1: that might be, that might crack the top five for me, Wayne's World. Alright, inspired by the 2012 Paralympics in, Lo- in London, Matthew oh gosh, Vaughn yeah. wanted to have a character with a prosthetic leg similar to a flex foot cheetah worn by a Paralympic air- uh, Paralympic Paralympian sprinters. At one point, Oscar Pistorius was approached about playing the role of gazelle and his representatives were asked if Pistorius could play a convincing killer. He later declined <laughs> to take the role to focus on practicing for the future sporting events. In February 3rd, 2013, Pistorius was put on the trail and later sentenced for shooting and killing his girlfriend. Also, in the film, Gazelle shoots someone through a door. Pistorius story is through a door.
0: Shut the fuck up.
1: That is so funny. Yeah. Nailed it.
0: That's nuts.
1: But anyways, can uh, he so play a
0: convincing a... killer?
1: Yes. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I can pull that off. Let me do some method acting.
0: Oh, that's wild.
1: Uh, that's but funny. yes, uh, so... Sophia Botella, uh, she's good in this, and she's good in, uh, what's that? Uh, Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde? Yes. And there's there's another one I thought she was really good in. The she Mummy. Plays, oh, no, she was in uh, Hotel Artemis I just watched. Oh, she okay. She plays like a badass bitch, like awesome. Like, yeah. There's no, she doesn't play any subtle roles that I've seen her in. Yeah. So uh, I'm waiting for to see that, so yeah. She has,
0: uh, I mean, she's, she's got the sauce for sure. Like she, um, I don't know. She, she looks like, uh, she's a fucking badass.
1: So that's awesome. Yeah. But like as the gazelle, mm-hmm. like I was, was going to say, she could probably run in the Paralympics, but I guess all those people kill people as well. So yeah. I don't know. I guess she's, I don't know. <laughs> Killer uh, talent, yeah. Like she could have done so many other things as this like super athlete, but mm-hmm. yet she used her her uh, sy- synthetic feet to kill. Yeah. So she is a, an elite mook.
0: Definitely. All right. So my my one, he um, met a very untimely demise, but the uh, the pick I thought you'd appreciate is Bob.
2: Oh, from, has, from Batman.
0: Years? Oh, oh! <laughs> he's the he's uh, the Joker's right hand man.
1: Yes, henchman or what's his name? Uh, is it henchman Bob? Bob the henchman. It's he's like, just like, asked by I Bob. I found him in my research, and that's pretty much all they called him, right? Uh,
0: Batman. Was it eighty nine? Yes. I searched Batman eighty nine. The first thing that comes up is Batman Begins. What? <laughs> No. <laughs> uh Bob the Goon
2: is mm. actually what he's listed
0: mm. on IMDb.
1: Bob the, the Goon, that's right. I think it should be Bob the Elite Mook. <laughs> uh I mean, I mean he got he got things done. He was the right-hand
0: man. Oh, for sure. Until well, he's He got blasted. Guy. Yeah. You Mm. Tracy Walter. There's a name you don't hear a lot. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> as <laughs> in Bob. As the in Goon. Never. Yeah. He also played librarian in Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, um, see yeah.
1: like yeah, I I get that as kind of a leak mood. It's kind of I a, a it, it, it's a it's a uh it's a cutesy pick. I guess. But like I would Like I think you brought this up in the last episode Mm -hmm. is the guy that was like the the kung fu master, the guy that came out with the swords and was like Oh yeah. Like that that I would consider in that movie the elite move.
0: Yeah, where he drops all the sick moves and then (laughs) Batman hits him with the uppercut. (laughs) Yeah. Uh I fuck. That movie's so good,
1: in my opinion. Oh, the opening credits of that is fucking tight. Yeah.
0: Uh, one of my all-time favorite soundtracks. Danny yeah. Elfman just... I mean, he defined the sound for almost 20 years. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Till uh, Hans Zimmer came around and dude, Hans, Hans, around.
0: Hans Zimmer. I was... Um, I was... Uh, my buddy Brennan. Um, I was on my lunch break the other day. And uh, this is just a pathetic display of how I use my free time. I was on my lunch break at work and uh, I talked to him on WhatsApp since he lives in Germany Right. Um, so there's no like roaming charges or anything and in the like top corner it'll show like if he's sending a message it'll show typing uh, so I took a screenshot of that and I made a whole like video I'm going to send it to you real quick so alright um, but. <laughs> I made a whole video of me. Me, uh, I was like, "This is what it's like waiting on your <laughs> responses." And uh, I, I set it to uh, Hans Zimmer's score from Interstellar.
2: Hmm.
0: <laughs> and it's just Hans Zimmer can. You need to be doing the most fucking mundane thing, and yeah. Hans Zimmer, he like, score it and be yeah. like yeah and he like um people joked about his uh interstellar score was like oh Hans zimmer fell asleep on his organ (laughs) but he also came with it with the wonder woman uh score like yeah he knows he knows what to do across the board yeah like he's got it
1: I, i i got bummed out the other day um I, I just got bummed out because, like, John Williams is, I think, 80, mm-hmm. 80-something years old right now. Yep. And, like, he's going to die soon. And I'm not going to have John Williams in my life anymore. Like, he's not going to score anything. Like, I know I'm going to have all those John Williams soundtracks, Right. But, like, he's not going to do it anymore. Like, because he's still working. Like, he's yeah. he is still, like, doing stuff. And there's going to be a day where John Williams isn't going to be there. And I'm like, that's going to be a bad day.
0: I know. And I feel like um, we've we've done the uh, the score episodes before, but I feel like there's we as movie watchers have just kind of had this great run. I mean, you think about the the oh, big fuck, ones: yeah. Danny Elfman, Danny Elfman, John, John Williams, Hans Zimmer. Hans right Zimmer, now like, is fucking phenomenal. Yep. It, ugh, man, I mean, there, there's there's other ones like. Those kinda I love the uh your next <coughs> score with the uh what is it the um the very like synthy stuff has kind of made a comeback disaster right. piece doing yep. uh oh, that movie we both really enjoyed yep. uh wow man, what is it with the uh carpenteresque yes the uh it Mio follows Dio, er... it follows oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah sorry. Fucking
0: the idea. Neon well, I mean Cliff Martinez does some great work yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But uh Yeah, I don't know. We've we I feel like um the most notable composers oh, fuck. just look right behind you. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, absolutely. John Williams right there. The the yeah. most notable composers are more in the like twilight of their years, which sucks.
1: It's like the opening credits to our, uh, <laughs> our show. Yeah, right. It takes so fucking long.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we had a, uh, for context sake, we had a pretty long running joke about Tony Bennett. You'll see that in a minute.
1: Oh, what? Huh? <laughs> kind of shows up now, huh? right?
0: Yeah. I, fucking Hans are so good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is boobs.
0: No. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, What is that? What is that? (laughs) And who is that kid? a little kid smiling, right? (laughs) Yeah. Dude, this had to
1: take... I mean, if it didn't take your whole lunch break... (laughs) It took an entire half hour. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's really close on a smile. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> I'm Tony Bennett. <laughs> Dude, I damn it! I wish I could do. Like, I wish I could zoom in on the word Tony.
0: <laughs> I just I make really weird use of my free time. I will. I like it. I'll it's very that. cinematic.
1: Oh no. <laughs> There's some skin. Oh, it's a hand. Yeah. Oh, you bastard. You have to put it on your leg, though. (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah, but um,
0: me and my buddies in Florida went through a a pretty weird phase where we were uh, quote-unquote cranking the zimmer. Is what we called it. Nice, it's pretty <laughs> good. Just get fucking blasted on Crown Royal and listen to Hans
1: Zimmer. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a thing.
0: Yeah, that was when uh, strange people were throwing up in my sink. Um, those people were me, but <laughs> nonetheless, I didn't know myself. Yeah, that was a weird time. Uh, yeah, dude, it is it is crazy because those guys are. I don't know, I guess, like once in a lifetime talents, like they're all oh, yeah. so good, and they're none of them are necessarily similar, and they're mm. all kinda in the twilight of their years, so yeah, it sucks, yeah, yep,
1: yeah. bum me out,
0: yeah, bum me out, um, you know what doesn't necessarily bum me out, um, actually pretty exciting character design, uh the emperor's
1: guards. In the Star Wars movies, oh, uh, okay, yeah, Yes. yes, yep. because they're yes, they've trained their whole lives, mm-hmm. their whole life, yes, to do that one thing. Yep.
0: To to, to wear, wear red.
1: red really well. Yes. Um.
0: Yeah, we kind of got to see him in action with the um.
1: Oh, what, uh, what was it? the the one after Last, Last
2: Jedi.
0: Day. It was the last Jedi, okay. Yeah,
1: where they pull out their
0: thing. Yeah, it's kind of the like. I feel like the whole room was kind of splashed red, um, but they were in the yeah. red garb. It, yeah, it was it was cool because you you kind of saw them through the entire progression of Star Wars movies, and uh, you finally yes. got to see them in action after kind of being just guards. Yes,
1: they they elevated to elite mooks. (laughs) Yes, I and I'm old enough to remember. I think I remember that the Emperor Guards, like that was a figure that came out before I even saw the movie, Mm -hmm. and like they were showing those off, and like oh look at what are these guys doing? Because like stormtroopers and Mm -hmm. you know the the snowtroopers and all that stuff like in the Emperor's Guard. They didn't do shit. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't. But they looked <laughs> cool. They look cool as shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they are they are the like, I guess they showed their, but they they didn't yeah they didn't do anything. They didn't do a great job. They were kind of the last line of defense. But like, let me let me ask you this like like when you have the elite moves, mm-hmm. like what if you're what if the guy you're guarding is so much more talented than you are. So like the emperor's guards, right? Like they're guarding emperor, but like he kick your ass or yeah, you know,
0: yeah some, the emperor could just blast your ass with lightning. That's right. Force lightning or whatever. Um yeah, that's kind of the interesting thing about elite mooks is they're kind of built to spill. Yeah. Like they're the last on the last line of defense, but they're not the toughest guy in the crew. Right.
1: And what when there is their off time like I mean, at the most they're working twelve hour shifts, right? Mm-hmm. I would say so. It's probably a union gig. But like what do they do with their off time? Like all these guys, really. Like odd job? What's he doing? <laughs> yeah.
0: That would be interesting. Who would direct something like that? I
1: don't know. I think Garth Ennis could write a comic about it.
0: Garth Ennis could make pretty much anything
1: interesting. And Edgar sure. Wright could probably and I, yes i'm i like that emperor's or, guards uh, uh matthew vaughn garth and, or uh, sorry matthew vaughn edgar wright and maybe even uh eh, yeah that, that'd be good enough
0: i i'm i'd be interested in edgar wright presents shift beer what <laughs> yeah <laughs> take your cloak off and go to the uh cantina Cloaking out, yeah, cloaking. <laughs> yes, yes. I am here for that.
1: Um. Well, I mean, literally, the next one I had on my list was uh, Darth Maul. <sighs> Love Darth Maul. Yeah, but like elite move, like he. Is yeah, he he was not the, the most the... talented swordsman. Not the, the final boss, and, and like he had this like this job to like go kill this kid. Like what Yeah, right? <laughs> like he could have done so much, you know. Yeah.
0: He looked so much more like not no pun intended. He looked so much
1: more menacing than he oh, actually ended sure. up being. I was uh I was working <laughs> I was delivering pizzas for Pizza Hut. Nice. When this movie came out and I was so sick of cuz Pizza Hut was the official uh, pizza delivery of, of Star Wars. Far, far and away. like far, Yeah. So like George R. Banks and um, Darth Maul and Qui-Gon mm-hmm. were all on the different pizza boxes they had to deliver. Yeah. Was there a speech was... bubble of Qui-Gon saying Black Bastard? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <clears throat> <clears throat> I love Black-bast. the fact that he came out and said that. I love it. Because, like everyone says, let's have an open dialogue.
0: It's a soundbite for sure, but at the end of the day, he was being honest.
1: But and at the end says, of the day, let's... he wasn't saying it was right. I'll and give him both. He did those... say that. He was like, "I'm ashamed of it." He, yeah. In the middle of the clip, he said, "I'm ashamed of it," and everyone's saying, "We should have an open dialogue. No, mm-hmm. you don't want an open dialogue. You want a sound clip, and you want to beat this guy down. Yeah, and maybe he's not the greatest guy in the world, but like, like, if you listen to the whole thing, Mm -hmm. like, like, it's understandable where he was coming. Like, it's you can excuse it or no, you can explain it. You're not excusing it, right? No, it's just for sure. I don't know. For me,
0: it's just a without context, it's just funny the way he says "black bastard." (laughs) Oh yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, it, I mean, you're right. Every, everyone it, it's kind of like there's that old uh, adage or not maxim. But there's that old saying like everyone wants equality until they realize they have to give something up. Everyone wants an open dialogue until they maybe not uh, you know, not to speak for everyone, but you know, everyone wants an open dialogue, but an open dialogue means there's going to be some
1: Tough dialogue. Yeah. I don't agree with what he said. But I let me how many people out there have like opened up and said there was a point in time I was did some racist stuff. Mm -hmm. There's no one that's done that. No. Like why and why would you? Like, he doesn't give a fuck. You're crucified, yeah. He's taken. (laughs) Um
0: Yeah. Well, To me, one of the things that I always um, point to and kind of reflect on my personal experience, and I kind of talked about it on the last Mavs, is like homophobia. Mm. I um, definitely like just you listen to things, music from the 90s, hip hop specifically, very homophobic. A lot of use of the word faggot yeah um and i i think about like just kind of before i even knew any gay people yeah at this point i know so many a lot of them are the a lot of the gay people i met they happen to also be friends um and i think that that's how you learn dude i have gay friends um but i i do think that that's how you learn is through experiences and through meeting people with different viewpoints and perspectives and and that's how you grow as a person um but yeah i i just think about the person i was growing up in like the quote-unquote values and fortunately my parents never really taught me this but this was just like growing up in a catholic household i knew other catholics and going to catholic schools you just learn that home homosexuals are bad no awful it it's a
1: it's yeah. a sin, they're going to hell.
0: Yeah. And and they're just bad people and they're gonna drag you down to hell with them. And then you meet people and you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then me personally, I grew out of a very at this point anti organized religion. Um but like the person I was as far as like homophobia and like even being maybe scared, not understanding it, maybe even being scared that I could "Quote unquote, catch the gay," mm-hmm. being like so, and no, I I turned out unscathed. Straight is a curved arrow. Um, not, that I, not that I didn't try. Yeah, I tried, but you know, rebuffed yeah. with extreme prejudice. Um yes. but I you, know. Yes, yeah. you, and it's kind of it's it's not limited to, to racial relations. It's not limited to homosexual versus heterosexual relations. But, like, the person, if you're crucified for the person you were, mm. it's pretty unfair to the person you've become. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. It's, and it's not an, ex- I, I'm an, I'm in agreement with you, it's not an excuse of your actions. Specifically, speaking to Liam Neeson, um, there was someone who uh, said, like, Hey, would you if if the woman said she was raped by a white guy, would you hang out with a gun in a white neighborhood? That's an interesting question.
1: That's a good question. Well, actually, it's a dumb question. I, it's a stupid. I, I think that's a dumb question because like, what do you but what it's are you trying to prove the, like the point is that it's a generalization. I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I also like there's nobody in the world. Like, what does he have to gain by saying that? Other than to
2: no inflame. no,
1: no, 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 I agree, and like everybody wants to like hey, let's expose racism for what it is, and like he's he actually kind of did, and like and maybe he is still this f- person that waits in alleys to mm. kill black people, maybe he is, mm-hmm. but I highly doubt it, you yeah. know what I mean, but he's the only one that's gonna put his name on it, yeah and like he's willing to take those arrows and he's like okay take these arrows and fuck off like yeah. like i i give him a lot of credit for that because and because it's where you grow up it's what you like who i was at 18 mm-hmm. and like what i said and what i did like mm-hmm. i said some bad stuff i thought some bad stuff i was like of course because I didn't know anything or anybody. Like, I didn't know shit from anything, and I still don't. Perspective and exposure nah. are invaluable. Yeah. I just, I, I find it, I, I find it, um, whatever cause that they're trying to perpetuate, or like, whoever is, wh- whoever is like beating him down, whatever cause they're trying to uh make better like it doesn't help by doing this there i don't know Mm -hmm.
0: yeah yeah for sure
1: i i I know liam neeson doesn't need any stands but like i just found it kind of stupid that we're everyone gets on their high how dare he yeah well to me a lot of it is um
0: what do you call it uh you know where you're demonstrating value like the uh, virtue signaling. Yes. Yes. Virtue signaling to me. A lot of that is virtue signaling. But I I mean I disagree with you in the sense that like I think it is a good question uh, in the sense that like if it was a white guy would you be hanging out in white neighborhoods um, because I do feel like it is a question of how do we focus on each other's differences mm that's guess. that's the, the i mean that's what yeah. I think about it um but here the other thing too um one of my coworkers we actually liam Neeson came up at work today, and one of my coworkers was talking about she's she's a black woman and she was talking about um a movie that she watched with him in it recently and uh I was I asked her, I was like, didn't you hear, did you, not didn't you, did you hear that interview he gave the other day? That shit was crazy. And she was like, <laughs> her her exact response was, yeah, but I love me some Liam. I love me some. Yeah, I me love, some. she was like, yeah. I love me some Neeson. She, her, her, exactly what she said was, yeah, he was wrong for that, but I love me some Liam. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is a person who that comment is affecting. Mm-hmm. She's a black woman. Mm-hmm. And if she's not that worried about it, who are we to virtue signal and talk about how worried we are about it?
1: Yeah, Necessarily. I
0: agree. I agree. And I mean, I, I, uh, I don't... But, it, but if...
1: Every, I don't know. I hate it's, it's, it's like if everyone goes through their life and has never had a racist thought or... Mm-hmm did something or thought something that well, was could be prejudice, than of, racism of prejudice, yeah. right? Then you're not a real person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's where he's willing to put it out there on out there. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, but for me with, with, with her saying that it's more about like, um, it, j- it just further proves that things are with no pun intended. Um, that things are not black, black and white yeah
1: and that she is willing to yeah yeah i yeah yeah good for her and like and i shouldn't be up here preaching and saying yeah well it's know. like a, a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about it, um
0: you know white people saying the n-word and i i'm like go ahead and say it expose yourself for who you are but that word's not meant to negate me or degrade me so Mm. it's it's kind of tough i'm not one to it's kind of tough for me to be like yeah go ahead you know expose yourself because that word doesn't hurt me so yeah it's it's not black and white um and you know no pun intended but um anyways yes any more uh any more quite jim dude (laughs) we're far afield yes yeah uh, we are closing there, down three hours. I know. I know.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm maybe, sorry. Maybe we can push this off to do a two-parter. and then, um, I there's a, there is a bunch I want to uh, list off real quick. And then mm-hmm. maybe I mm-hmm. uh, we could go back. Maybe, you know what, we could ping pong it back and forth. Do you have a list? Of...
0: I don't know. I've been kind of just notes more than lists. So just All right. hit me so, with it.
1: Uh, I had uh, Mystery Alaska, the New York Rangers. their elite moocs.
0: They're wasting uh, Lundqvist. But yeah. other than that. Um, Kung Fu Hustle. The Harpist. Dude. That movie's They're... awesome. Did... Kung Fu Hustle 2 has been confirmed.
1: Oh, really? Yes. God, I yes. read that today. If it's half as good as the first one. Yeah. I'd be happy with that. Um, So, yeah. The Harpist. They were... Yeah. They just... able to fling arrows like or swords but what if they did it for good like water bottles or you know (laughs) hydrating the homeless yes yeah i like it uh hardcore henry all the other hardcore henry's all the other henry's at the end of the movie shit i don't remember that uh Remember how all the guys at the top of the building, they were all Mm -hmm. fighting each other, but they were all the same person pretty much. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, uh, all the seven evil exes. Mm -hmm. They were all like had talents, but all they wanted to do was fight the person that was going to bang their ex. Yeah. Yeah. That's all they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, They were all very talented. Mm -hmm. Um, Upgrade. Yeah. All the upgrade guys. Right, <laughs> I, I mean, they they had like you could sneeze and kill somebody. What if you sneezed and, like I don't know, uh, a fought tuberculosis? Or... <laughs> yeah, you you sneezed
0: a vaccine. Yeah, yeah, you, you vac sneezed. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I I just every time I think about upgrade, I I kind of go back to like. Loading shotgun shells into your bicep and just blasting people
1: with your forearm. I know, but what if you were at a hockey game and did it as a t-shirt cannon? That'd be badass. All right. Um, uh, Kill Bill, Crazy 88s. Yes. They could have been Cirque du Soleil. Uh, Elysium, Kruger, kind of, kind of like the upgrade guys. Um, uh, short 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 to Copley. you know yes. how he had, had all this where he got shot in the face and then they regenerated his face and stuff um and then in, in the raid
0: mm-hmm.
1: every everybody <laughs> pretty much everybody they're all elite definitely yeah. in the raid for sure uh kingsman is on fx now noise uh mystery alaska is on hbo Kung Fu Hustle is on Sony, Sony Crackle. Uh, Hardcore Henry is on Netflix. So Pilgrim is on Netflix. Upgrades on Showtime Max. Uh, Kill Bill on Netflix. Elysium uh, is on FX now. And The Raid is on Netflix right now. Not a bad list. So, yeah, Elite Mooks. There's a bunch of them out there. Yes, and we we maybe are two of them, maybe. Mm-hmm. Who do we serve? We could, Tough to say. Well we could, we could be could using our talents for good mm-hmm. instead.
0: Hmm. Uh I like it. I I think it's a cool. I feel like when it came up a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I don't know about this. I don't know what this even is. But no. Now I feel I feel educated.
1: That's right. All right. <sighs> oh, do you you want to
0: shake the Bruin View hat? Yes, it's uh, shaken.
1: The Chosen Many. The Chosen Many. Hold on, huh? <laughs> what, what, what? What, what, what?